The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ding dong, ding a dong ding. Come on, everybody, join in. Ding dong, ding a dong ding. The party is about to begin. Um, it's been one of those days. Good evening, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative uh, with me, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is here. Where do you, mother? You can call in about absolutely anything you want. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can call in about anything you want. And I, 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 we, we, um, the, the thing I really want to ask you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is, have you ever done a séance? We'll, we'll get on to that later on. I, I would like to know, have you ever done a séance? Um, whatever the telephone number. I don't remember. <laughs> the, the reason um, why I'm stammering a little bit is because um, earlier on today, I received um, an answer phone message from um, noted television actor... BAFTA nominee, probably. Um, Joe Swash. If you were listening to the show last night, you know we were, we were playing a game. How much would you have to be paid to drink Joe Swash's wee? And I said I would drink his wee for £500. Joe Swash was listening to this... And um, he left a message. I'm going to phone him up now. Hang on a second. Let me just give this guy a call. Let's uh... go. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hello. Is that Joe Swash from the telly? What's happening here, Lee? You going to drink my piss or what? <laughs> You're 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 live on you're live on talk radio, Joe. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I thought this is a, a research chat. No, mate. This is this is a chat, right? Um, did, did you hear any of last night's show, or did someone tell you about it? So I just uh, I see it on my Twitter feed that that you was talking about maybe drinking my wee for five hundred pounds, and you know you always like to talk a good game. So I thought I would um, I would. Uh, Take you up on the offer. Okay. I'm well prepared to to <laughs> deliver on my end. <laughs> by, by well prepared, he means he's drank lots of tea. Um, well, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of dehydrate myself so it's quite fit. Oh no! Jeez. Oh, well, here's the thing because we're not. I've not said yes yet. But last night, if you didn't listen, pretty yeah. much the whole first two hours of the show were people phoning in because you told me that you'd drunk your own wee by mistake. 
Yeah, and yeah I, I did tell you. And yeah. I, I told all my listeners. And Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. And um, they, then people were phoning in saying how much money that they would be required, they would that they would have to be paid to drink your wee. There was that girl, yeah. there was a woman called Jo. Yeah, I a grand. Say, She'd have done it for a grand. She'd have done it for a grand. There was Tony. Was wow. it Tony who'd have done it for 25 grand? No, that was John. John. Um, but, 25 grand? Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's a bit posh. But, I'm prepared to drink my wee again for that sort of money. Yes, <laughs> no one's offering that sort of money. And then I got up this, today and I and I, I switched on my phone and I don't I don't know how you got my phone details, but I should be tr- tracking down whoever that was. And you left a message saying that you would you would give me five hundred pounds if I drank your wee. Oh, is that what I said? Yes. Right, all right then. Yeah, I mean, I, I might—I I must have worded it wrong. I thought someone was offering you five hundred pound, but if I give five hundred pound and it goes to charity, oh, here we, here we you go. You drink my wee, I'm well prepared to do that. Here we go. He's just dropped the c word on the air. Yeah. He's just dropped the c word on the yeah, air. Because you mean, were thinking of this not only f- for refreshment, but also <laughs> um, for a bit of bunts in your pocket, weren't you? Well, this, this, it, 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 what, what? Joe has played a blinder there, right? He has played a blinder. He's done. You suck. You can't say no. He's done a Matthew right there. He's put me. <laughs> he's backed me into a corner. Now I either get up and walk out. Don't you and dare. I, I can't say. I now can't. I didn't know it was, he was saying it for charity. I now can't say no to five hundred quid for charity. Well, you can. It's we. Right. I think all we have to discuss here yes. is. Not whether or not you're going to do it, because obviously you can't say no. It's it's the amount of my weed right. that you're going to drink. Right. Well, hang on a second, because I'm not going. We did specify last night, to be honest. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into the specifics in a bit. Uh, the first things first. When I when I heard this, I um, I immediately got onto Catherine and said, Catherine, we need we need medical advice on this, because oh, yeah. I am hoping, Joe, that, yeah. that we've got a doctor on the line. I'm hoping that this doctor will yeah. will be able to kind of write me a sick note. And we'll be able to to get me out of this on some form of medical ground, saying it is um, uh, it is dangerous to drink um, uh, another man, an actor's urine. Well, I'm 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 well up for having having a little chat with the doctor. Right. As long as I can ask the doctor if he says it's okay, what it is I can eat to adapt the taste and make it a lot richer for you. All right, we got Doctor um, Matt uh, Pickover. Is that how you say your last name, Matt? It is indeed. Matt, Good evening. Nice to speak to you. Um, I believe when Catherine, my producer, got in touch with you today, um, that well, she showed me the reply that you sent her. <laughs> yeah. It began FFS. It, yeah, FFS, and I, and I googled that, and it turns out that that is very, very naughty. It is indeed. <laughs> yeah. L- listen, you are you are a genuine real doctor, and I just he's got out of it. Hang on, Joe. Yeah. Joe, this man has studied for years. Let him speak. Yeah, Come on. All the listeners out there, Ian Lee's wrote one of his mates in. It's a real doctor. I've got rid of Joe for a second, Doctor, so it's just us talking because so we won't Ta- get word One in. of your researchers, Tara, phoned me up, I think, to, well, one of the producers, oh. I think, from another show oh. or something. phoned me up about three times in one week. Oh asking me to come on the show and talk about stuff and speak to Eamon Holmes a few days ago yeah. or something like that. And I, I seem to be the guy that people phone up when they can't get someone they've heard of. <laughs> <laughs> You can reassure Joe that I've got ologies. I might, I think, yeah. I looked after his aunt once. Oh, hang on a minute. That, are you, you've broken um, patient-doctor confidentiality <laughs> no, there. No, given no names, and no. I'm not entirely certain this is true. But she was I'm boasting about it. keep telling me that <laughs> she was Joe Swash's aunt. 
<laughs> well, she did. What do you mean, was she? She did. She lives, she lives in East Anglia, and that's as close as I'll get. But this particular lady related to Joe Swash, you know. I went, OK. As if, you'd, right. as if you'd brag about that, though, Doctor. I mean, really. Doctor, I, I'm not, doctor. It's not for me to comment. I think yeah. that's quite a, an accolade, you know. Um, yeah. um, I don't have any vaguely interesting relatives. That includes myself. Oh, God. So, you know. Well, listen, here's, here's what we want to know, Doctor. <clears throat> In, um, and I'm really hoping you can get me out of this. Well, it's going to be a very sticky situation. Well, literally. Is it... Right, because some people... Right, is it OK to drink your own weed, to start with? Because some people um, really rave about it and say it's healthy and it's good for you. So wh- where do we stand on drinking our own urine? Uh, don't. Oh. Because it's, it's pee. <laughs> I was going to say something else. But, I mean, it, it comes from your genitals. Oh. And then you put it in your mouth. I mean, plus it's basically like drinking seawater, by all accounts. Right. And... You wouldn't want to do that. I've, I've, been, I've been doing some research. It's, it's not as easy as you'd expect, and it certainly wasn't a significant part of med school. That, uh, I don't remember the lecture about, is it possible to drink your own pee? Um, I might have napped through it, I don't know. But, but uh, according to the survival handbook, the SS survival handbook, which I do have a copy of, um, uh, Lofty Wiseman advises against drinking your own urine in a survival situation. I mean, in the short term... Yeah. It's not going to cause you a great deal of harm. Yeah. And in the uh, days of yore, thankfully before I became a doctor, that people would taste urine to check if people had diabetes. No! Yeah, because diabetes mellitus means <laughs> siphon of, of honey. So diabetes uh, mellitus being honey, diabetes, I think, siphon, something like that. So yeah. people would basically pee loads because of all the sugar in their wee, and it would taste sweet. Wow. Um, and I'm quite thankful I use a dipstick or a blood test to check that out. I days. used to have a boyfriend that had diabetes. Yeah. I, I never did that test, but I do remember when he, his no, blood d- sugar was low, he would smell like pear drops. Yes, oh. only some people can smell that smell. I can't smell it. Oh. Some people Catherine, can. you've got a special gift. Yep. Yeah, it's like, sm- a, it's like being able to smell asparagus wheat, apparently. Yes. <laughs> um, OK, so, so it's not recommended. You, so you, you wouldn't do it, want to do it on a daily basis, drinking your own urine. It would I be an emergency. urine, no. regardless of, of, of its origin, yes. whose trouser department it came from. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think it... No. No? You sit in a tin of beans or, you know, do one of them sort of slightly masochistic runs through the mud or something, you know? Yeah. I think I'd rather run 10k covered in mud than drink another man's pee. Even oh. if it's Joe Swash's? I, you know, as esteemed <laughs> as that urine may be, and <laughs> my, my wife would probably... Like, Joe Swash, you know, being a massive fan of a lot of TV uh, in, in her time, but... Um, I like that, urine, that non-specific from... description, being a f- massive fan of... A lot of well, TV. EastEnders, <laughs> primarily. Right, OK, you knew that. OK. She was a massive fan of EastEnders. <clears throat> She'd get very excited, but I think she's gone to bed. But, um, <laughs> you know. But, so, but, but, it, but, so, OK, so it's not necessarily recommended, but if I were to drink just one bladderful oh, of swash, swash's squ- squash... Swash's squash. It would... Especially squeezed. It's, fine vintage. It, I mean, supposing he's got... Like, um, like, I mean, can, can I, right, this is going to sound like a silly question, but actually it's genuine. Could a, can a disease be passed <coughs> from urine to mouth? If he's... Um, well, it, I mean, they say that urine is sterile, but, but, but penises aren't, as a rule. Right. They? That's the thing. And the, the, the fluid through the urine, um, it probably isn't as sterile as we thought it was. And it all depends what Mr Swash has been doing, I suppose, oh. potentially. <laughs> Joe, what have you I been mean, doing? 
Do you know? Nothing. I'm pretty much living a normal life, yeah. Not much. OK. Um, Can I ask you something? Go on, Jack. When I eat sugar puffs, my wee smells like sugar puffs. Is that normal? I, I think a lot of people report that. A lot of chemicals are passed into the urine. If I drink... A, uh, I'm going to share this on live national radio. If I drink a lot of coffee, which is basically all the time in my job, it smells like Starbucks, you know? It's kind of... Yeah. There is, <laughs> there is a piquancy to it. What would you recommend that I drink to make it... To enhance the taste oh, of your... Oh, your Joe. I, I think it very much depends upon... Uh, Ian's uh, own preference of urine flavour, really, whether he has a, a, a great saying, desire. How do you make it very ammonia, sort of like? Well, that's just your wee in general. You know, yeah. just concentrated urine would increase that sort of uh, hint of of uh, pub urinal about it. But... Right. OK. Um, so, so, Matt, basically what you're saying is, if I do it, I'm an idiot... But you can't write me an actual medical note to get me out of this. I don't... There's no, there's no legislation against idiocy, sadly. I, I, I meet people who make bad decisions every day. Uh, that's life, isn't it? We have to acknowledge that. But I would be... I'd be wanting to crowdfund this and mm. raise millions for charities and worthy causes rather than 500 quid in yes. a mouth, a bladder full. You know, bladders can hold a lot. The, the biggest bladder I once ever saw was six litres. And I well, get... Hang on a minute! You're probably talking about the best part of a pint. Six litres? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, but from a human part, being? That's yeah, incredible. Was, yeah, yeah, from a human being. But the best part of a... Um, uh, of a of probably depends how long you wait. Five, six, seven hundred mils in some cases. Oh. I get the I feeling drink, that Joe's going to drink loads as well. Yeah. Make sure it gives you a decent... In catheters, sometimes you get like a litre out or so. Oh, I mean! So you, you, you mentioned bladderful. I think a thimbleful would be worthy of 500 quid. Never mind a bladderful. OK, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, um, is, uh, I'm, I'm not advocating drinking even a thimbleful from a okay. professional point of view. Um, Matt, listen, you are, you, are, you are very kind. You are now officially, I'm afraid, a friend of the show. Well, that's very kind. Is there, any, is there anything that while you're here, you've been very generous with your time and very patient with, you know, talking to two idiots, me and Joe. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug anywhere you'd like to send people? I've got a book. Oh, out. go on, what's the book? Well, it's on arthritis. It doesn't really necessarily... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure it's even sold, but it's basically called Everything Your GP Doesn't Have Time to Tell You About Arthritis. It isn't a catchy title. It's about seven quid on Amazon as we speak. Right, uh, do you know what? I'm going to find that during the break, Matt, and I'm going to tweet a link to that because you've been a dead good sport, so thank you very much That's indeed. very kind of you. Any time you wish to talk about any kind of bodily effluent, <laughs> the uh, clinical kind of... Uh, angle, you know where I am. I've got your book, and I'm going to tweet it in a minute. Thank you, Matt. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye now. Cheers. Right, there we go. Right, Joe. So you're stuck in yeah. You've got there's, to do it now. There's no, there's no way out of this, is there? Um, no. Oh, so, what, what, what are the terms and conditions here? How much are you going to be drinking? Right. Joe Swash, I'm going yeah. to drink your piss. Oh, God. How much? How much of it? I want, I want, um, like a glass full... Well, uh, you know what? Let's just say uh, a coffee cup full. All right, fine. That's um, a lot. Can you come? Can you? And the five hundred pounds goes to a charity of my choice. Well, I was hoping it'd go to a charity of my choice. Wait well, a minute! This is but that's not. You're not doing the drinking, mate. <laughs> what about we go fifty-fifty? Yeah? All right, fifty-fifty. So two hundred and fifty quid to yours, two hundred and fifty yep. quid to mine. How yep. about as well? Just thinking, he makes a good point. If I did like a... What's the, the, the website where you can raise money for charity? People can pledge. Oh, like a... Um... A pledge 
pledge thing. Anyway, if I if I put it on a pledge thing as well, so if people are listening, if they want to give money, go fund me, go fund me, something like that. Is that all right, Joe? And half the money that we raise will go to yours, and half the money will go to mine. Yeah, you, and also if you put it out on Twitter as well, I'll um, I'll retweet all right. the details of the all right. crowdfunding. I will thing. get that set up tonight or tomorrow morning, and I will tweet that so if people want to. Um, you've got well, to. I c- think we should do. I think we should do it. I think we should get on on camera as well so yeah. people can see it. I mate, they're going to they're going to see you having a wee. No, no, no! I'll bring it in. I'll bring it in. No, 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 no. You, right? I'm not just going to wee straight into your mouth. There's got to be a cup involved somewhere. Right, we won't film you weeing, but the wee has to be done on talk radio premises. Because otherwise, you could just be going around to all your mates, your kids... Dog. Your dog. <laughs> you you, you, you could be, be scooping so it out of your urinals. I'm not having that joke. The wee, you will be presented with an empty cup. It's like you're like those Russian um, athletes. <laughs> you got, like, a tube down your leg coming out. <laughs> you, you will be presented with a cup. You will go to the talk radio uh, luxury toilet facilities and you will do your business in that cup. Can we say I will add another hundred pounds if you gargle? No, no, no! That is not happening. It is. What is wrong with this guy? You're enjoying this a bit too much, Joe. I've, he's got. He's, he's... Extra, I'll give you an extra hundred pounds. No, it's and not. It could be the tune of your choice. No, it, no, it's not. I'm not gargling a tune. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not. It's going. It is going straight down. You've gone sorry. to... You've crossed a line, mate, and sorry. I thought we'd crossed the line 20 minutes ago. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking forward to this. Is that weird? No, yes, it is, mate. I've got <laughs> I've got a slight um, chubby going. Oh, here. stop no, it. No, I haven't. No way. All right, right listen. Um, I'll send you... I'll, I'll speak to you over the weekend. Are you, uh, maybe one night next week? You just give me a bell. I'm right. free next week. All right. I'll provide... I'll provide the merchandise. The merchandise. You provide, <laughs> you provide the mouth. I'm, I'm, I am... Hang on a minute. What, have we got a date for Gail Porter yet? Yes. What date's that? Uh, let me look at my Because I know we've got Chris Difford on the 13th. Shall we, get people, shall we bring people in to watch it? She's no. coming to watch. Oh, for goodness sakes. She's on the 14th. We, we can make this big... We can make this like live aid. <laughs> live aid. <laughs> how about... How about... How about Thursday the 15th next week? Well, we'll have to check... Tomorrow. All right. Yeah, we'll check tomorrow. But I've got you. Got I've got you there with a with, in, pen, in pencil. You give me a bell, and uh, right. we'll get this sorted. Joe, you're a dirty boy, but it's a pleasure to talk to you, mate. Have a lovely evening, guys. Didn't he, didn't he sound evil when he said that? Yeah. Didn't he sound evil? He's going straight onto Google to work out how to give you a real brew. Um, <laughs> right. I see what we'll do. We'll set up the. I'll set up the GoFundMe tomorrow because I think I know his charity, but I'll double check it. I'll give my money to the Samaritans. If you want to ch- chuck in a few quid, you can. Either way, there's 250 quid going, you know, to either one. Can so it be on it. Thursday when I'm not in? Oh, you're not in. All right, maybe Friday then. Oh. Friday. I'll, I'll, I'll text. Maybe Friday. All right, brilliant. Um, Gives you the weekend to get over it, doesn't it? Or, or um, flee the country. <laughs> um, 0344 499 1000. That's an unusual start to the show. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Michelle. Good evening, Michelle. Hello, you're right. I'm not really Michelle, no. Oh, no, why? I've got a drinker, an out of work actor's wee. 
Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I'm not doing not that. Good. It's just the way. <laughs> That'd be an extra £500. <laughs> be worth twice a million. Ah, in for it? a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> a pound? Oh, bless you. <laughs> anyway, Michelle, how are you doing? I'm all right, you know. I am... Um... Oh, man, there's so much I want to talk to you about. Go on, Ian, then. Truth talk. be told. Hello, yeah. Kath. Hello. Sorry. Nice I don't mean to be rude. Well, no, you're not at all. Um, no, you're not. But, uh, yeah, oh, gosh, there's so much I want to talk to Go you on about. Go then, what's going on? I um, I was sober for nearly three years and yeah. then relapsed Uh-oh. a couple of weeks ago. Uh-oh. And I'm still on that crazy train. OK. Um, and uh, um, any any reason why you relapsed? Oh, a bunch of stuff, really. Yeah, but, I bet. You know, it's all thing, excuses, is it? isn't it? Yeah, it's all it just nonsense, really. Yeah. Um, um, so, um, so what's the plan? I haven't got one, truth oh. be told, Ian. Um, I'm trying to pretend it's all under control, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it isn't. How much have you, you had know? to drink tonight, or today? Um, only a couple of cans tonight. Right. Um, I'm not... I've never drank in the day. Yeah. I've never, you know been that kind of drinker. Yeah. But, um, my God, once I start, I don't stop, yeah. usually. Yeah, yeah. You go on, you, once, the, once the seal is broken, um, <laughs> it goes on. Because uh, it sounds like you've had a few You've had a few more than a couple of cans, haven't you? Because you're sounding a little... You're sounding lucid and with it, but there's a little bit of a, a swishy, you know, ness to your voice. Yeah, no, honestly, I've had three cans oh, tonight. Okay. But, um, very, uh, I'm a lightweight. Well, well but, that's not that's a good thing in this case. Yeah, um, it is. So how but, did you how did you stop before? I went to meetings. Right. And, and got a really great support network yeah. and everything was brilliant yeah. and um yeah, a few things happened and then I gradually tailed off and Yeah, yeah it's just Really, the reason I'm calling is in regards to your post about being lonely. Yeah. And I think that was the reason I started drinking. And then when I stopped drinking, I found a whole new community. Yeah. And now I'm right in between, you know. it's I don't fit in with the meeting community. Why don't you fit in with them? And I don't fit in with the drinking community. Why don't you fit in with the meeting community? Because I'm drinking, right? But why don't you fit in with the meet with the meeting community? That that that's no, um, that doesn't stop you fitting in with them. All no, you need is the desire right. to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. All you need is the desire to stop drinking. Yeah, and I was wondering, like, um, I don't know the gritty details about your recent sort of relapse or whatever yeah. it was. Relapse is but a I heavy was wondering, word. Yes. Yeah, but it is, isn't it? Isn't it? There's so much... It's such an emotive term. Yeah. And actually, it's not always such a big deal. Yeah. But I was wondering how you got back on track and well, here's what the, you here's, did. Here's the thing, Michelle, is because every... T- turns out, like, um, loads of scumbags um, uh, and... Sorry, loads of journalists listen to this show now. Same and they thing, wait it, yeah. for me to um, say, oh, God, and I, at the weekend I was doing loads of heroin and I want to jump off a cliff. So I'm being very cautious about how much of oh, my okay. kind of... Do you know what I mean? How much of that kind of stuff I give away. You yeah, know, I talk I about... you've got to be, haven't you? Yes. You've got to be. Um, but I, I have just said on radio, I'll drink Joe Swash's piss. Uh, so, so, so it's not... <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just significantly more cautious now about what 
details of my private life um, I give away. But what I do know is that if you walked into a meeting tomorrow, it's Saturday tomorrow, so there'll be loads of meetings. If you walked into an AA yeah. meeting tomorrow and went and, and told me, told them exactly what you told me, um, what, all right, let me ask you, if, if you went into a meeting tomorrow and you, you shared all of this stuff, what do you think people would be thinking about you and what do you think people would say to you? My ego yeah. wants me to tell you that people would think I was less than. Yeah. Because having had nearly three years, you know, I should know better. Yeah. But in reality, no one would give a toss, would no. they? No. I, I suspect that no I know that no one would give a toss, that people yeah. would say to you, welcome back. You get loads yeah. of welcome backs. Um, you'd probably get a couple of people, if it was a big meeting, you'd get a couple of people coming up to you offering to give you their telephone number. Um, and I need that because yeah. I deleted them all and I didn't need a sponsor. No. You deleted as you can them all. possibly imagine. Um, you'd you'd get you'd be you'd be um, welcome back, and no one yeah. would no one would think any less of you. In fact, I suspect that the majority of people would think more of you um, yeah. for walking back in after three years sober, having drinking, and um, mm-hmm. and walking back in. That that that's um, that's um, humbling, not humiliating. There's a big difference. That's humbling. Yeah, absolutely. That's but humbling, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's it is. So difficult. Or what you can do is you can go to a meeting and sit in the back, and you can leave five minutes before it, before it finishes. You don't have to talk to anyone. That's yeah, an of option. course. Yeah, that's always course. an option. But my You're suggestion, right. my suggestion is, you find a meeting near you, and you walk in, mm-hmm. and you go and sit. If it's in rows, you go and sit right at the front. If it's in a circle, you go and sit as close as you can to the person taking the meeting. And as soon as they say, right, the meeting's open now, anyone wants to share, you dive straight in first. Oh, wow. Imagine that! Diving straight in first. (laughs) But here's the joy. If you dive straight in first, um, then... You, you, you're not spending the whole meeting going, right, I'm going to say something now. Oh, they got him before me. Right, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, oh, I'm not going to, you're not going to do it. If you go straight in first and you just say, I'm Michelle and I'm an alcoholic and um, I had three years and uh, three weeks ago I picked up and um, mm. I'm, I'm coming back. It's all you've got to say. You know what, Ian? Yes. I don't think you realise oh. the positive, I don't want to like make you cry or anything, but the positive effect you have. No. Well, I really don't because well, you are you just incredible. No, I'm not. You and Kath, what no, you're doing. I tell you what, do me a deal. Phone Go me on. up and say that um, when you're a week sober. Okay. And I tell you why I say that is just because I know you've only had three cans, but you've admitted you're a lightweight, um, mm-hmm. and, and there is a danger that you're and you'll say you're not, but there is a danger that you're doing that slightly drunk thing of you're my best mate and I effing love you. And no, I would, there absolutely is a danger of that, yeah. you're right. So I would like yeah. to hear that. All your your actual thoughts when you've got you've got seven days under your belt. How about that? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do it. All right, I'm well, phone you. Good luck. And if you do, and if, if you don't do it, give us a call anyway and let us know. Because I won't think any less I, I won't think any less of you. If you if you don't go to a meeting or you 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 do ca- I won't think any less of you. It's, you know it's, you've you've got the choice. Yeah. You have two so choices: right. carry on drinking or stop drinking. It's up to you. Yeah, I. Uh, my life without alcohol is so much better. Yeah, well, try and remember that. Try and remember that. Yeah. Try and remember what you did 
to get sober last time and and recreate that those behaviours. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thank you so much. It's been so lovely to speak to you. You're my best mate and I effing love you, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you next week. Take care. Ta-ta. Bye, love. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, she was a nice lady, wasn't she? Um, 0344 499 1000. Gosh, we've got loads and loads of calls. This is the late night alternative. You won't hear a radio show like this anywhere else in the world. I'm Ian Lee. You're listening to Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. By the way, if you watch, you can watch the show. Um, it's on Periscope, um, but Periscope is a little bit lawless. So, um, my, Matthew, good friend of the show and of mine, puts it on YouTube as well. So if you want to go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, uh, subscribe, tick the... There's a little bell, I think, under the videos, and that um, will tell you when we're live. Um, and look for the live video, and you can see us now. It's a nice, friendly, moderated chat, and I post in there as um, Ian Lee's Rabbit Hole TV when I get a chance during the breaks and things like that. Um, and um, um, we're going to be doing that live TV show on June the 3rd, Sunday, June the 3rd, around about 7 o'clock. We've got the technology up and running. We're going to, Catherine and I are, gonna, are going to have a go at doing a live television show on that YouTube channel. Um, we're going to get a guest, and I need to have a little think. This we'll have a chat on the drive to Brighton about yeah. who we might like to um, to get. And um, there are still some tickets available. Uh, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dash Lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dash Lee. The whole thing's going to last a couple of hours. The TV show itself will last about thirty-five, forty minutes. But for the two hours, we'll be dicking around and probably do record a podcast and stuff like that. Um, and also, I've now got a green screen. I bought a green screen kit with, like, two studio lights and stuff for 65 quid on Amazon. And, it's, it's, and it it's, works. Well, one of the light bulbs is broken, but they're going to send me <laughs> another one. But it's like, it's, it's, a proper, it's a proper kit. And it works, and it can do green screen. I set it up today, and I just tried it out on my mobile phone. And it worked. So uh, what I need to do is get the other light working, get, um, get cameras in there. And I'm going to film, like, stuff... In it's, in it's in this flat I'm living. I'm living in one room, and now the whole room is taken up with 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 green screen equipment and lights. Um, uh, but it's but um, so I'm going to film some stuff. I don't quite know what, um, but I'll film some stuff on my own. We'll film some stuff together. We can film some backgrounds tomorrow when we're in Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We can do that. Um, so that is happening. And yeah, tomorrow, Catherine and I will be in Brighton at the Catherine of Brunswick. Is that what it's yes, called? Yes, Carolina Brunswick. Carolina Brunswick. I did that before. Sold out. Um, it's sold out. But if you're around that area, look on Twitter at Ian Lee because quite often on the day, people will say, oh, I can't go or I've got a spare ticket now. So we'll quite often retweet. If, if, if you've got a spare ticket, we'll retweet it. Um, or you can go to facebook.com slash Ian Lee and people quite often post there. But tomorrow evening at 7.30, we're recording some more Rabbit Hole podcasts um, and um, you can watch it on YouTube and you can call in. I'm giving out a lot of websites and numbers. Let me give you one more phone number and then we'll crack on with this show. Um, 0203 286 6370. That's the phone number um, for the Rabbit Hole or Hey Rabbit Hole Show on Skype. We need you to leave some answer phone messages. You can do that now. You can do it tomorrow. 0203 
286 6370. We need some answer for messages. Someone who's coming to the show tomorrow is Matt from New York. Good evening. Good How evening. are you guys? I'm good. Matt is coming from the sh- to the show tomorrow, um, which is very, very exciting. And have you ever been to Brighton before, Matt? No, I have a couple friends of mine that live down there that I meet up with that come to New York often. So it'll be kind of I've heard some I've heard interesting stories about that town. So I'm quite intrigued by what's going to happen tomorrow night. Well, it, uh, I, listen, I I like Brighton a lot, and when we went there, it was it was it was lovely audience that we had there before. I don't quite buy into the um, Brighton. A lot of it, it, it's considered very trendy and bohemian. bohemian. That's the word. And artsy, mm. and I don't quite buy into that aspect of it. Um, I don't think it's got a real beach because it's pebbles. pebbles. But uh, there is something about Brighton. There's that wonderful pavilion as you drive in. Um, loads of record shops. Maybe we'll get there early enough to have a little wander around at the record it's shops. It's got that um, English seaside faded grandeur thing going on, hasn't it? Um, yeah, but it's slightly different from all the other English seasides. It ain't no Margate. It ain't no it's Blackpool. It's not scruffy, no. Um, it, it's, it, well, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think Margate's necessarily scruffy, but it is... Um, oh, it is. I've been. It's... Um, oh, South End I went to. There we go. It's... <laughs> the Brighton is unique, I think. Yeah. Brighton is unique. Um, so you're saying I'll be stepping back in time tomorrow, then? Um, well, no, I don't think you will so much with Brighton. I think Brighton... Oh. Is there is mm, I don't think there's any place in Britain that is like Brighton. There are bits. Are you going in on the train? Because the the train station is quite um, Victorian here, isn't it? Yeah, I'll be taking the train on in. I'm quite looking forward to the trip. So that'll be great. I think you'll like it. Yeah. By the way, from the story, I've heard everything. Everything I've heard from my friends is it's beautiful and really nice. I've heard though that the partying can be quite interesting, and my friends are all bartenders, so I've heard some. Fascinating stories about about some of the fun nights that happened down there. Oh, I so. bet there's. I mean, everyone that came and saw us before was was absolutely wrecked by the end of the night. Well, they were, weren't they? Yeah. But that uh, always helps with our shows. They were charmingly. <laughs> oh yeah, for coming, do get drunk before you come in. It makes it makes the very thin um, e- entertainment seem a lot thicker. <laughs> I wonder who's going to. It'll be wonder... amazing if I leave the country in a couple of weeks. Any so any sense. Or any bit sober. It will be a yep. miracle if oh, that happens. You've been absorbing the, the booze by osmosis. Um, Brighton is... Um, I don't know if it's the gay capital of Britain. I d- it, it, oh, it's certainly always been... Um, was kind of one of the first places to be really welcoming. And yeah. people feel... Um, yeah. f- people feel um, able to express themselves. Probably where more other places so, they couldn't. More you know? so than London, yeah. I think, to a, to, to a degree. More so than London in that respect. Um, but no, that's all to do with that sort of bohemian vibe they've had going yeah, on for years, yeah. you know? Um, I, I, I think so, you're going to like it, Matt. Would you say, when you want to talk, when you talk about the people and, and that element, it sounds kind of like a mini London in a way of how kind of cosmopolitan it is, but are the people a little bit more... Laid. I, I know it's a very British thing to be very more reserved. But are people a little bit more laid back and chatty than down there, than maybe say here in London? They're more. They're, yeah, they're more chatty than London. Everywhere is more chatty than London. No one chats in London. God, and they. God, imagine talking to someone on a tube. Ah, <laughs> disgusting. I no, made eye contact with someone. I I thought I was going to get thrown out of the country. No joke. Well, uh, well, I listen. Believe the look on their face. Like I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Matt, when I was in New York, I made eye contact with someone, and me and Kath thought we were going to get shot or have our throats slit, didn't we? No. No joke. That was a tense 35 minutes. The woman next to me was in tears. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so, yeah, no undergrounds are not great I made a joke place. with someone on the train once, and I thought that they, I, I, they actually laughed at me, but I thought this, 
if they didn't laugh at me, that could have been one of the worst moments of my life because I actually spoke to a stranger on a train. You just never do that. I'm like, don't ever do that again. You should know better. Do not do that. No, it's a great place. And the the pub we're doing it in is a really, really nice, you know, kind of interesting, quirky, old-fashioned pub. The room upstairs is lovely. Um, uh, You know, it will be... It will be an uh, it will be an experience for everybody. I am looking forward to it. If if I need to do anything or whatever before I show up, uh, let me. Well, know you need to rehearse your song. Of course, everyone everyone that's coming, we oh. we do ask them to have a song on standby. Um, and we oh. do, we don't pick everyone. We normally pick about sort of thirty forty percent of the audience get to do a song. So just make sure you've got a song prepared. Well, I'll, I'll get my vocal cords ready, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow, Matt. Thank you very much indeed. It will be a hoot. It'll be a hoot. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd be great. I tell you what, what, what I'm interested in is I wonder how many people who came last time will come this time. Mm-hmm. Because what that would say to me is if they don't come is they didn't like it. So I'll be looking around to see, will I recognise faces? And if, if 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 the same people haven't come, then... You'll be hurt. I will be hurt. I will be hurt. Yeah. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Um, uh, um, if you, I am going to drink Joe Swash's urine. That's going to happen. We'll set up a, 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 a GoFundMe thing. So if you want to give a few quid to... Well, my money will go to the Samaritans. The other money will go to Swash's charity. I think I know which one he's, he's going to pick, but we'll, 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 I'll speak to him over the weekend. Um, so you, you, if you want to chuck in a few quid, you'd be very, very welcome to. Um, if you've ever drunk, if you're in drinking stories, you know, non-fetish, please. Um, you know, if you've, maybe you've been stuck in the desert or whatever, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I do want to know as well, have you ever done a seance? You know, whether it was the, with the Ouija board, it was the holding hands, maybe you went to see a medium, any of that stuff. I'd love to know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But of course, if you know the score, maybe you don't. This is a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show. You are welcome to call us about absolutely anything you want. I'm Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Angela. Good evening, Angela. Hi, Ian. How's it th- I put up the bat signal, didn't I? I bet you've done loads of seances. I know. Um, I haven't done one, but I did one when I was very, very young, but I can't remember what happened because oh. it was a long time ago. But I got two Ouija boards, but no one won't do one with me. No one won't do one with you, so everyone will no. do two with you. What? I got two. I got one. I got one of the witches one, and I got one that's like you got a player at the back. Yeah. And you have to open the player and place it with the same player. Oh, oh. Mm. Well, the prayer, of course, is um, to protect you from um, being entered um, by and not left uh, and not left by evil spirits. <clears throat> There's plenty. Plenty of evil spirits. We're at the evil spirits on the planet now. Well, it's not the it's not the spirits you've got to be scared of. It's scared the hu- of. it's the human beings. True that. Yeah, but have, have you been to one, though, Ian? No. No, would you like to go to one? I would love to go to a séance. I can't think of a better way to spend a... My dream evening would be to finish this show and then to drive to a haunted house in the middle of nowhere and do a séance. I, I, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Can I ask you another question? Of course you can. Who uh, would you like to um, get hold of if, if, if we could actually get proof? Um, who would I like to get hold of? I would love to... Sp- I'd love to speak to Hitler. 
<laughs> I'd want to know what that was all about. Mm. I would. I'd like. Obviously, I'd like to speak to um, my father um, about Hitler. <laughs> And I would love to speak to George Harrison from the Beatles. I thought you might, yeah. About Hitler. Not, no. <laughs> who yeah, would you, who would you like to get hold of, um, Angela? I'd like to get hold of my friend. Um, uh, sick, uh, died of, uh, ten years ago. And, yes. And my friend Eddie, who died of meningitis. Oh, yeah. Because um, we was out in the zoo one day, we had a bit of a, a trip out. Uh, all of us did, and he got had meningitis, but he couldn't come to me, so I had to get tested. Oh blimey! But, yeah. Well, hang on a second. Can I can I put forward a theory? Go on. Yeah, go on. Maybe we're the dead ones. Maybe you. Yes. Maybe you did die of meningitis, and maybe maybe I died in a car crash. Maybe Catherine died of. He's banging on about stuff all the time. I don't know. Um, but maybe we're the dead ones. Maybe this is it. This is hell. Like in a... Spoiler alert, Six Sense. Oh, mate. No, that's... <laughs> you've completely misunderstood the Sixth Sense. You're saying that everyone is dead apart from the boy. Or are you saying the boy is dead? I'm saying that we are dead and we don't know. No, hang on a minute. But 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 I'm saying that everybody here is dead. And you said like in the sixth sense. It's only Bruce Willis that's dead. Shh. Spoiler alert. I mean... I mean... Uh, people think I ruined the sixth sense before. It wasn't me. It was Daisy, all right? People still go up and go, you ruined the sixth sense for me. It wasn't me. It was Daisy. Get a life. But So your, your analogy is incorrect, though, Catherine. Oh, shut up. If you said... A bit like the sixth sense. I might have been a little bit less harsh on you, but um, um, I'm. I, hello, I. Are you are you breathing through your ass, Angela? No, I'm just listening. Okay. I've got a bad chest. Ah, here we go. Um, maybe you should get someone. To, um, you should get um, some Vicks rub on you. If only we knew yeah, someone called Vicks. Didn't quite make sense. Yeah. Don't analyse it. Just enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the speed, yeah. not the, the... Vic sense. Enjoy... <laughs> <laughs> yes! All right! That's what I'm talking about. I'll use that line tomorrow night um, in front of a different audience. Yep. Well, yep. Angela, yep. I th- you're allowed to do seances on your own. Mm. I suggest yep. you go and do a seance now. What if she gets entered? <laughs> do it then to me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for calling. Yeah, we go. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you. She liked that. Yeah, she did like that. She should go and do it. She should go and do it. Because it's rubbish. Yeah, but I still wouldn't dare do it on my own. Why? Even though it's rubbish. (laughs) Even though you know... You know how easily spooked I am. I do, I do. (laughs) Um, But it's rubbish. Yeah, no, but I wouldn't dare do it on my own. Like when we went to that not-haunted pub. Yeah. And I went up the not-haunted stairs into that not-haunted room. Yeah, yeah. In the dark. Yes. And you asked me to call out for someone. Yeah. I didn't really like doing that. But you were you were um, Barry Big Balls there. You were like, ah, this is this is moonshine. I know, Aye. but I, I know, but it, a lot of that was front. Um, let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. How's it going, Gavin? How's it going, Kath? Very, very well, thank you. Moderately. Oh, moderately. That's all right. I can really help you out on the old seance thing. Go on, mate. I live in Stats and Mount Fidget which I'm sure you all know is the home to the Arthur Findlay Spiritualist College. The biggest one in the world. Hang on, there's a a college for this nonsense? (laughs) Yes, mate. It's like um, something out of Harry Potter. It's about half a mile from where I live. Yeah. 
and it's the biggest spiritualist college in the world and it's um yeah it's a big mansion and you can go on um psychometry courses there you can do Psychometry for those who don't know, and I know this because I've, I've uh, as part of my crystal healing course I did, which I've, I've told you about, we did psychometry. Psychometry is where you hold someone's like watch or necklace or something, yeah, and you get you get you, you get vibes off vibes. it. You get vibes, yeah, you get vibes yeah. off it. And they do summer courses, they do residential courses. It's do they do free courses for celebrities? Because I don't want to pay. <laughs> Because I might as well just, I might as well, just go, I might as well just chuck my, oh yes, I might, I might as well just chuck my money in the river. Because it's, because it was, I mean, it's just giving money to, to you know. How well, much? If you if you took Kath and the TV crew or uh, your phone, yeah, <laughs> that is the TV crew on the grounds. Find, go on, find out this Arthur Findlay College. In the meantime, feel my vibes off my neck. Right. It's it's. Like half a mile away from where I live. What is it? Dr. Finley's case book. Right, and I'm holding Kath's um, uh, trinkets. <laughs> and I'm trying to get some stuff off this. What, what vibe are you getting there? I was going to phone you up with a game, but. Hang on a minute. 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 I'm, I'm, in, I'm just getting. I'm doing psychometry. Okay, man. <laughs> You've got um, neck issues, haven't you? You've got a problem with your neck. <laughs> no. Someone in your family has got a problem with their neck, haven't they? Who's got a problem with their neck? <laughs> so I'm, this is serious. I, this is what came into my head. Someone, I think I've got a wine going not, in. Not you. Shut up, Gavin. <laughs> I'm not holding your trinkets. <laughs> I'm holding Kath's necklace. Someone's got a problem with their neck in your family. Well, I mean, probably. Well, just think about it. For Think about it. Who, I am. Can, uh, you, can you tell what I'm thinking? Stop being an idiot. This is serious. Has mm. um, <laughs> one of your kids got a cough? <laughs> no. I'm just watching this weekend. No, this doesn't work here because you know Kath and you know all the... Yeah, don't, and do you know what? More's the point, I know him. I'll tell you why this doesn't work. He won't shut up, right? <laughs> and I'm, I'm reading the vibe. Anyway, you, you watch. Someone's neck and your kids are going to have a cough this weekend. You, you mark my words. Take it away with you. Anyway, Gavin, what you got? <laughs> I can't remember. I was trying to direct you to Arthur Finlay College in yes. Stansted. I've got it. We're going to yep. fi- find out how much the courses are, yes. Okay. They're not dear. They're all right. Well, how much are they? So, so someone just give, tell me how much they oh, are. £75 for the week. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. Thank you, Gavin. Oh, for the week. That's, yeah. that's actually pretty good. That's a tenner a day. But what do you what do you get for that? Magic powers, isn't it? Hey. How much do you charge for your uh, crystals? <laughs> <laughs> um, good evening, uh, Graham. Hi there, how are you doing? Very, very well, Graham. What have you got for us tonight? Yeah, I was wondering if you'd be interested in starting a debate about the legalisation of cannabis oil for medicinal purposes. Well, why don't you start it? Well, I know I've, I've been a member of a few uh, Facebook pages now and I've seen a very, very lot of people who have had really great results uh, using cannabis oil, I've seen a lot of videos on YouTube of uh, one in particular of an old guy who was taking cannabis oil for Parkinson's and within 20 minutes of taking the oil, he, he had stopped shaking 
Tremendously. You do know that anyone can put a video up on YouTube. It doesn't have to be yeah, fact-checked yeah, yeah. or verified. Yeah. Okay, because I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just find people that get their, their information from documentaries on YouTube. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Do that, I mean, that sounds, it sounds like rubbish to me. But yeah, well, there's a, there's a video and also a guy you can look up called Jeff Waters on uh, YouTube. He's been taken... Uh, yeah. Again, again, I don't... The, the, the yeah. verification yeah. procedure on YouTube okay. is very low. You just need to have an email. OK, I know someone who has been taking cannabis oil for two and a half years now who was diagnosed with stage four COPD and was told they needed a double lung transplant. They were on oxygen uh, for their COPD. They decided to slowly wean themselves off of all their medication. They came off of their oxygen and they're now using cannabis oil once to twice a day, and they don't take any oxygen at all now for their COPD. So that is someone that I actually personally Well, that's know. great, and I'm assuming that that's, been, that that's been verified by the doctors, that that's the reason. Yes, it has. It's someone that I know that from a state in America where they ah. got a medical ah. marijuana card. Ah. Right. They were given a medical marijuana card where you can buy your medical marijuana over yes. the counter there legally. Well, I don't know what, what I mean. What, I don't know what you're expecting me to say. I, I don't believe that story, um, but I um, do. But, but yeah, sure, legalize it for medicine. Sure, why not? I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean it, it, it works for so many different things, and I've I am I've seen living proof of a person who has been taking it after they'd been told they needed a double lung transplant. So right. I mean, well, again, I don't I don't believe that, but well, um, that's fine. I, I don't believe that, um, but um, it has been proven that, that cannabis is is good for some things. So yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you expecting me to to argue you down and say no? No, 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 no. At all, I'm interested to hear what your viewers would say, but I'd also like to point out that yes, a lot yes. of people are getting cannabis oil and CBD oil mixed up. Now, CBD oil comes from hemp, which is a strain of cannabis that's legal in this country that has no THC in it. Why? Why? Can I ask you a question? Let me ask you yep. a question now. Okay. Why? 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 What? Why? Why should? Why do I think it should be legal? No. Why are you phoning me up and and? putting forward this this point. Have you been listening to the show? Well, you've told me that you can phone up and yeah, you can no, talk about absolutely no, everything, that's true. so I just thought it no. would be an interesting debate. Well, uh, OK, you're right. I did say you can phone up about anything. I, I do find debates about the legalisation of cannabis, I find them insanely dull. Uh, but that's not... But you're right. I did say you can phone up about anything, and that's great that you've done that, and I really, really appreciate that. Um, but... But... I, I, what... what uh, I just think no there one's needs gonna, to be no a one's... understanding of no. the use of medical cannabis. Uh, no, there doesn't need to be people. People that that know about it know that it it can do things. I don't. Be, I don't believe a significant number of the claims you've made, but I do believe that it can be um, it, it, under controlled circumstances. It can be um, a useful medicine. I don't think it cures cancer. I don't think it cures um, a lot of the things you suggested. I don't. You know. I, I didn't think... say that it cures. No? Though I didn't say that it cures. COPD can never be cured. But okay. COPD, the THC in the cannabis oil opens up the bronchial airwaves in someone's okay. lungs and okay. allows them to breathe okay. better. Okay. Well, then I, I apologize. Okay. Then I apologize for using the word cure. 
sure, but I don't believe it yeah. can send it into remission as much as you've stated. No, um, it can't send it into remission either. It just Jesus helps Christ. the person Dude, all right. A lot I, I, so, I, we're, we're arguing... God, you're turning into Matthew Wright again, but this time I'm Matthew Wright. We're arguing over semantics. I don't believe the story you've told me about COPD, but... Okay. Um, and I also, whenever anyone says they've got their information from videos on YouTube, dig. No, but I've God. got my information firsthand from personally from someone that, that I know and have uh, been and on holiday ma- with and live with. Well, so. you, you've been on holiday with them. Gosh, then that that must be accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. That's, that's, yeah. Well, yep. just put it out there and see what comes back, mate. Okay. That's all Th- I'm saying. Th- just, thanks just a lot, Graham. I appreciate the call. No Thank you. Thanks. Don't anyone else call in about that, because I find it the dullest phoning in the world, and I was really trying to... I, I just couldn't find it in there, so don't anyone else phone in about that. But you can call in about anything, <laughs> and, and that is the show, and that's the way it goes. 0344 1000 we're late. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road, that never seems to end when you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home Three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, Twitter can stop now because the, the, I've had the best tweet ever. Oh the, yeah, from um, Jessica. Ian, you need to stop your podcasts and streams, please and thanks. This is a threat. You're all my boyfriend ever listens to, and you know what? Recently, he's even started 
to speak like you. Gosh. That is unacceptable. Nothing personal, man, but you're ruining our relationship. Well, here's the thing, Jessica. You're ruining my relationship with your boyfriend, Okay, So I would like you to pack your bags and get out of town. You're not welcome. It's between me and the boy. Okay, and I'm not going to say his name on air. I don't know it, but uh, because that's, pr- that's you personal. call him Sugar Lips. That's personal. But when you go, he can spend more time watching my YouTube channel, listening to podcasts, um, and um, sending me money via PayPal. So I think it's time for you, Jessica, to say goodbye. That's that troll dealt with. Um, it's a brilliant story that you spotted. Well, you spotted it. Why don't you, you, you deliver it? You right. deliver it. This is a great story. I've not even read it. It's just, just the headline was enough for me. Um, but let, let, let's get the details on this. And then we've got Julia and then Alan and then Jonathan and 03444991000. But this is a great story. The headline is what spoke to me first yeah. off. Yeah. The headline is, thanks for parking like a bellend. <laughs> First-time driver, 17, is shocked to be slapped with angry note by heavily pregnant woman. Wowzers. But who's really in the wrong? Well. A first-time driver has spoken of his shock after being slapped with an angry note by a heavily pregnant woman who branded him a bellend. Oh, dear. Despite dumping her car on the parking line. Oh. The suggestion being, so who's the bellend? Right, OK. William Smith Devoy, 17. Yes. Great name. Yeah was forced to park to the right-hand side of the bay. I don't think it is a great name. I think it's one of those names where his um, his his dad is John Smith mm. and his mum is Melissa Devoy. And they, they've... Because Smith isn't a middle name. No, it's... A, no. It's, they've, it's, they've, yeah, that's c- what they've done. But it sort of reminds me of Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah, me too. When Jean-Jacques Brel from... J.J. Mm. Um, Burnell. Jean-Jacques Brel, the bass player from The Stranglers. Continue with this bellendery. William Smith Devoy, 17, in case you were worried. I've got a question. Go on. Is he going to bingo? <laughs> was forced to park to the right-hand side of the bay after the blue Peugeot 107? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? I know about as much uh, about cars as she does. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Yeah. I know it's not, but I like it that way. Yeah. The blue Peugeot 107 had parked on the line of his space at Cheshire Oaks in Merseyside on Tuesday. Right, so we know what they're going to sound like. Yeah. Having already circled the car park three times ahead of his shift, Mr... (laughs) Mr Smith Devoy. Mr Smith Devoy decided to squeeze his silver Vauxhall Astra into the compact space. Yes, good for him. Concerned that the Peugeot might might scratch his car... The computing student took a photo of his car and the neighbour's car registration plate before leaving to start an eight-hour shift at McDonald's. Well, that, to me, says he knows he's going to get his car back. And he's a new driver. That is great. That is great. Also, that's not proof, because if she's gone, he's doing a shift at McDonald's, it could be anyone he's Did you have a spritz or a hairspray or something when you went out? No. Because you smell of hairspray. No, it's not me. Unless I'm warming up and I'm suddenly giving off. Could be that. I think Kathy's giving off. It's not the first time, guys. I've got to share a car with her tomorrow down to Brighton. I've got a new air freshener. Yep. However, when Mr Smith Devoy returned to his car, he was horrified to discover the foul-mouthed note on his windscreen and scratches on his car. Oh. F- from the other car, I think, oh. not from Nails. No. Nope. Mr Smith Devoy from Ellesmere Port, Cheshire, said... Yes. 
I was upset and shocked at what happens. Uh, oh, she's doing a voice. I parked in the space at around 12pm and the whole area was packed. The blue car had parked really close to my bay with both rice wheels on the line. Yes. It took me two attempts to get the car in and I called my dad because I was worried the blue car might damage mine when the car's owner got in. He knew it was going to happen, so he has yeah. parked like a bell in. Yeah, well... I took some pictures and got the registration plate just in case anything happened. I left my shift at 8.30pm and only noticed the note as I reversed out of the space to drive home. My wing mirror had also been knocked inwards and there were some scratches on the car. Right. The note read... Thanks for parking like a bell end. I've, I, 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 may I be honest? I must have let, left hundreds of notes like that. Hundreds of notes telling people that they are terrible parkists. I've read notes. I, I've written notes. Yeah. Um, and it feels good at the time. Yeah. But then afterwards you think, oh, I'm that person. Yeah, no, great. I'm, yeah, it's me. I'm a note lever. The note read, thanks for parking like a bell end. I'm nine months pregnant and had to get someone to move my car. You shouldn't be driving at nine months pregnant. Oh, no, it's flying. flying. I know, I remember what flying. that's like, right? Because your head is still thin. Yeah. And I was always getting wedged in things when I was yeah. pregnant because yeah. I'd forget. Because what you need is like some sort of cat's whisker type affair. But she parked over the line. Yeah, but some people do that so you can't park next to them, don't they? Well, they should <laughs> Hang on a minute. Well, they shouldn't. She shouldn't have done that, but... He's no better. Let me see the picture. Yeah, there you are. Oh. It's not come out. All right, OK. But well, the picture, she parked over the line, he parked in a bay. So so the bellendry is from... They're both bellends. She's going to be a terrible, terrible mother. They're both bellends. And how she got in that... No, she he's not! Someone must have climbed in, got it out for her, and then she's... Mm, and then she's got in after. Have you ever had to do that? Have you ever had someone... I've had to... Mm. Say, excuse me, love, could you get... I had to... Yeah, uh, I've what? never had to get someone to unpark my car. I've had to, no, car. I've had to get. I've, I've, I had a, a fat man, and this. I'm not being, I'm not body shaming. He was, he was fat, and he was parked in a very, very tight space, and he couldn't get in. And I was slimmer at the time. This was last year, and um, he was a listener to the show. Actually, this is in car park in Windsor, and he went, um, Ian, Ian, this is really embarrassing. Can you fit into my car and and move it forward? I said, Right, is this actually your car? Actually, I got in the car and I said, "Is this actually your car?" And we had a laugh about it, but because he couldn't, he couldn't, um, he, couldn't. Fit, he couldn't fit in, so I had to get in and drive his car forward no. for him. No, I was a slim guy then; he wouldn't be asking me now. I tell you that. It was even even for me, uh, 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 my, uh, as a slim man, it was difficult to get in. Um, but I did it. But no, she's in the wrong. Um, she shouldn't be allowed to keep They're that both baby. In the wrong. They're both. He's not. What has he done wrong? He's by, parked his car by parking it there. I mean, were there no other spaces? Oh, he'd been round a few times. Yeah, fair enough. But he knew there was going to be damage to his car, which is why he took the picture. And he told his dad. No. Well, hang on a minute. She shouldn't have damaged his car. If we were LBC now, we'd do a, a, a text vote. I, I can't be bothered with that. I don't really care what you lot think. I know I'm right. Um, anything else interesting in that story? <sighs> Stunned Mr Smith DeVoy, who only passed his driving test a few weeks ago, showed the note to his parents when he returned home. He said, me mum was irritated by it. She said it was quite cheeky and I thought it was wrong for the driver to bring the fact she was pregnant into this. Well, it matters because you're bigger and it's harder to get into sm- between little gaps. It's a situation where I'd done nothing wrong. I parked in the bay with spaces on both sides. The woman parked very close to mine and accused me of bad parking. I don't understand why she, I assume it's a woman, but they could have made the pregnancy bit up, yeah. thinks I'm in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. Some people are saying that you. Um, Hannah. Well, Hannah is saying that um, 
your your act you, when you do the voices in stories you, you do it better than me and she doesn't and she I won't do. be she won't be reading out any more stories because I, I didn't like that that whole that whole ten minutes I thought was um well, how would you have done it I thought it was amateur hour all oh, right um and and he he parked right oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is the late nice alternative it's my show my name is Ian Lee everyone else is um you know just uh, it's my show. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. All right, let's um, let's cut to the chase. Good evening, Julia. Yes. Oh, hello. Hello, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing? Um, I'm all right. At least I was until I started looking at this paperwork. So Anyway. What what, pa- yes. what, 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 what you got to do? What you got to fill in? Nothing at all. Oh. I was listening to you talking about um, your... Object touchy psychic doodads. Oh yes, the what um, again? psychometry. Psychometry, yes, the psychometry, science yes. of psychometry. And it cast my mind back to when I did, oh god, years ago, a course on cold reading, oh. which um, is the tricks that oh. psychics use. People who do like all like palm reading and crystal ball gazing. For a second, right? Yeah, for a second, right? I was mm-hmm. thinking, because, okay, we, we all know that it's bullshine, but we're not allowed to name people. We couldn't name a famous psychic and go, it's a sham, because they could sue us for libel Although, and they would win. if they were to come on and yeah. start doing it, we'd have to say it was for entertainment yeah. only. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, God, I really hope Julia doesn't say a name, because I'll have to press the dump button. And then yeah. with that delicious accent of yours, I thought, oh, God, she said a name. I thought she said... Pam uh, like, like Pam reading. <laughs> of course, it was Pam reading. But for a second, I think, oh, God, she's just Lovely libeled someone. Women. <laughs> Lovely women. She's got, uh, five sisters, hasn't she? Yes, she has, yes. Very obliging. Anyway, yeah. So, all right, so where did you learn this? Who taught you this? Well, my friend was writing a book in which one of, well, two of the characters were a mind-reading double act. Yeah. And she was studying all the tricks to use, like, you know, the counting technique, where your assistant goes into the audience and they say, oh, I've got an object now, I'm not going to tell you what it is, and then pause for the count of ten, and then cough. Right. You know, the object number ten is a watch. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. But that's um, hot reading, because that's cheating. But that's, a, that's a mag- but that's a magic trick, isn't it? As opposed mm. to, a, like, what, what uh, like um, you know, a, a medium would do. But cold reading is kind of what you were trying to do with me, with, which was, oh, who's got... Who's in your family's no, got I wasn't, bad neck? No, I wasn't doing cold reading. I, I, actually, I actually got that vibe. No, you didn't. Shut up. Yes, I, I swear <laughs> to you, I swear to you in my life, that's what... An image of, of a neck in pain came into my head. I promise you. That's what came what in. What holding? My necklace. So you had a sore neck because you took your necklace off. No, it, it's not her. It's a member of her family is, is got is suffering from just neck problems. Have a word with your dad. See how his it's neck not is. Not my dad. I know who it is. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Stop the clock. Time out. Stop the sound effects of the, the Star Trek Enterprise. Hang on a second. <laughs> what did you just say? It's not my dad. I know who it is. So, <gasps> someone in your family has got a bad neck. Yeah. Right, OK. All but right. you can't no, no, know no, that. No, whoa, whoa, hang I can't know it. Right. Did you know it? Did you remember it just now, or did you know it when I said it? Oh, she said it for years. Did you? So you knew it when I said it? Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't think, oh, it must be her. Whoa! I thought, oh, he's just, he's just being cute. This is, this is some freaky shiz, it's man. It's not, it's not. Freaky, yo. It's a decent right. guess. Most why, people know someone's got a bad not? neck. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Why didn't you tell me when I did the reading? Because I knew it was bull. 
shine. It was boule. The boule French game. Shine. <laughs> boule shine. So, but but you no no no. So you withheld yeah. evidence mm. that backed up my claim because you it's wanted to claim. you wanted to As make I me say, look wrong. Oh, which one wow. of your relatives um, died short of breath? Oh yeah, no, uh, that, no, must but, be, that must no, be that must be granddad. No, but I didn't do that, and I'm not a trained fraud like Julia is. I held, yes, you are. I held your necklace, and I swear to you on my life, an image of someone with a stiff, sore neck came into to my head. I swear to you. I swear to you. What a cackle. I swear to you, your kids are going to get a cough this weekend, right? That's a threat. I know. He's going to stick them in the garden. Yeah. Honestly, Catherine, and yet you withheld. <laughs> you with I, I was right. I have displayed. I've got the. I've got the gift, and you withheld that information. You're outrageous. You are out. Carry on, Julia. I'm disgusted by. She used to work for the BBC, and she's a liar. Wow. She can spot a Barnum statement a mile off. Exactly. I'm yeah. going yesterday. You know. Carry on, Julia. Carry on with, your, with how you do it, and I'll carry on with how I do it, which is by tapping into the universal consciousness. But anyway. Um, so many swear words being held back right now. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, do you know what? I'm not psychic, but I know which ones you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly said it. Oh, see, we've, we've got a link, Carol. That's what yeah, it is. Um, Barnum statements. That's what you just done. A Barnum statement. A what? A Barnum statement. Go on. As in, uh, what's his face? P.T. Barnum, the big right. circus right. chap. Yeah. Um, Barnum statements are not just crowd pleasers, they're everyone pleasers. Right. Okay. So, All I can tell you is, I swear on my life, I swear to you, right? And you know that when I say that, <laughs> Catherine, I mean that. Cold reading. <laughs> no, it's. But, Julie, honestly, and I'm not. I swear on my mother's life. Right. When I held your necklace. That's what came into my head. That's not me doing a bit. That's not me doing a turn. That is what came into my head. And you know when I say that, I mean that. You held a necklace and thought of a neck. No, I thought of, I thought of someone's neck in pain and oh. discomfort. I swear well, on my mother's life, that is what happened. If that's I can't, the case... Can't, I if can't explain it. Can't explain any better than that, I can. Julia. I can. Go I on. can. I can. How many people do you know that have got sore necks at this point? No, time but you're no, no, no. But you're what you're doing, though. I don't know any. Like, actually, if you want to know, I don't know any. But what you're doing is you're accusing me of doing a trick. No, no, no. And I wasn't doing a trick or a bit. What I'm saying is, it's something that's that's connected and your sort of back synapses that are usually for you know looking for predators synapses. and all that. Yes, that's that's synapses, isn't it? Yes. I'll admit I've had half a bottle of wine. Yeah, I thought so, because I'm thinking, I've got no idea what this woman's banging on about. But yes. Basically, it's, yes. Sort of, it's a Barnum statement is something that everybody's got. So a palm reader would use a Barnum statement like, yes. there's a dusty box in your attic. Well, not, everyone, not everyone's got it. an attic. They'll say, oh, and then they use what is called the... Hold on, where's the notes? There we go, she's got to read her notes for it. She's giving you the benefit but of you her You know education. these notes? The guy that taught this course was the... Closest to pure supernatural evil oh. that I've ever seen in my life, wow. and I'm not going to do drop any names okay. because I don't want them to get into permission. Yeah. But to get these notes, I had to unwrap them from the tin foil I had wrapped them in after doing the course because right. it was so right. horrible. Um, you're, we're listening to this fruitcake. I mean, what? It, what, it, what uh... You're not listening to me. Cass listening to me. No, well, okay. Uh, I think she's got drifted away a bit. But go on. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, <I'm so> rude. <laughs> Go on. Well, we all have. Let's face it. But yeah, it's that. That's cold reading. That's all I've got to say about it. It's, it's evil, and sometimes you don't know you're doing it. See, so there she be... is again. Right, I'm cutting you off. Right, <laughs> there she is again. She's accusing me of doing it. Now you know when I swear in my mother's okay. life that I'm telling you what I'm telling you why I experienced. Okay. You know that. All right. All right, so so it's not. I'm not doing a piece, and I don't expect you to believe that, um, uh, uh, dear listener. Um, I hope the Daily Mirror, Sunday Mirror, listening to this tragic comic has spirit, s- has psychic breakthrough. Powers. Yeah, tragic comic has the gift. What was that? My foot. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> evening, Alan. Evening. <laughs> oh, are you in the bath? No, good evening, boss. Yeah, I, again, again. But the question is still valid. Are you in the bath? No, no, I had your last week, but I turned it off. Okay. It did sound like you were underwater. It did sound like you splashed. So I've got a bit of a query for you. Okay. What's the advantages of Android unlike iOS? Um, why don't you go and ask phones for you or someone? I tell you all know. I tell you, you might know the answer. Jonathan! <laughs> Jonathan's trudging in from the. Trudging? Is that a word? Trudging. Trudging in from the garden. Good evening, Jonathan! Evening. You know technology. Alan's got a technology question for you. Go on, Alan. What are the advantages of Android compared to iOS? The advantage, uh, advantages of Android compared to iOS, Jonathan. Any ideas? Hardly any. Them just they're pretty much the same. No, but I understand there's some apps you can get on iOS and there's some apps you can only get on Android. Well, if you want all the apps, you're going to have to get an iPhone and an Android phone. We had to do the same in the 90s with the Mega Drive and the SNES. No, but I want to choose, but I want to to make a comprehensive choice. And I'm weighing up the pros and cons. Well, get both of them and you'll have all the features you want. Well, that answers your call, Alan. Thank you very much. If anybody else has got any technological questions, we've got Jonathan with us for the next few minutes. Now's a great time to give us a call. 0344 499 We'll call you back if you've got any technology questions. Or any questions. Any questions at all you want to put them to Jonathan from Swansea. Now's your time. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, 0344-499-1000. Disappointing to see that we've not had any um, uh, taker-uppers on our offer of technological advice from Jonathan, but you can still call. We've got him for a few more minutes. 0344-499-1000. Jonathan, good evening to you. Evening. What you got for us tonight, boss? I'd like to talk about your death. Wow. Is that a threat? No, it's not a threat. Let's it's continue. A, it's a promise. It's a prophecy. Oh, whoa. Okay. This is... Kath's pulling a face as if to say, I don't know if I want to go there. If someone knows how I'm going to die, then I want to know, because that means I might be able to avert it. Well, you might be able to. Go on, tell me about it. You die in four years' time from malnutrition. Lightly, so I've just got to keep eating. Um, well, how, okay, any more details, Jonathan? Uh, yes, you you die in what future historians will call the call the Corbin Holodomor. The 
Corbin Holidamore. Okay. Yes. And what's the Corbin Holidamore? It's a uh, man-made famine caused by hyperinflation and the collapse of the British economy Wowzers. in the early 2020s. Okay, wowzers. So, so, um, is it, so I'm not going to be the only one that dies then? No. Okay. Um, how did you get this? How, how did you come across this prophecy? I had a, a vision while watching a YouTube video. <laughs> what was the YouTube video? It was a video by uh, Sargon of Akkad called The Tragedy of Venezuela. Okay, all right, fine. Well, it sounds... Sounds legit. It sounds absolutely um, spot on. Are these callers for the technological phone-in, Sam? Okay, fine. Um, well, that, Jonathan, stay there, because we've got some people that want to ask you some technology questions. Yes, Amanda, you're through to Jonathan. Hello, yes. Good evening, Jonathan. Um... I'm paying about, I don't know, 60 or £70 a month for my TV. And I, in my living room, and I want to be able to watch it in my best bedroom. So, they said I would have to pay extra, but I don't want to pay extra to watch it in my bedroom occasionally. Is there a gadget? You're the technical man, apparently. Is there a gadget I can buy? I don't want wires coming up the stairs. Is there something I can buy that can allow me to watch TV in my bedroom without having to pay a monthly subscription. How many TVs do you have? I've got two, and I sometimes watch on my iPad as well. Right. This is my advice. Yes. Get a Blu-ray player. Blu-ray. Yes. Right. And just watch Blu-ray discs, because there's nothing worth watching on TV. Hope that answers your question, Amanda. Let's go um, to Kevin. Kevin, what would you like to ask Jonathan? I thought it was Ian, not Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Kevin! All right, hang on a minute. Turn your radio off, Kevin. We'll come to you in a second. Well, Jonathan, that was a great technological phone-in. Same time next week? OK. Thanks very much. 03444991000. Good evening, Kevin. It's not... Hello, Ian. Turn your radio off, Kevin, otherwise it doesn't work. There you go. Is Thank that you. Better? That is much better. Uh, somebody's mentioning death then, aren't they? Is there somebody... Especially towards you. Yeah, yeah well, there's a prediction. Well, seeing, seeing as there's a chat about death, I yeah. want to talk about hospitals and emergency services. OK, let's do it. Let's get real. Uh, well, um... Apparently, the government uh, are willing to give nurses and emergency services 6.5% pay increase over the next three years. Oh, yeah. yeah. They've got to lose one of their holiday days, haven't they? Is that the story? I know that, yeah. yes. Yeah. But inflation at the moment is uh, going more than the... Uh, well, over three years, that works out at 2.17%, doesn't it? Well, haven't they only had, like, 1%? Have they had a pay rise in the last five years, or has it, like, been 1% or something? I don't know what they've had in the last so many years, but this is the prediction over the next three years, yeah. isn't it? Wow, yeah. Um, I've, and I must and confess, then... I've only read the headline. I've not read the whole story, but OK. Yeah, go on. Well, neither have I. Oh. I, I <laughs> when there were two idiots uh, who haven't got a clue what the actual story is, <laughs> oh, trying to trying to fill in the blanks. But uh, that's what a lot of phoning radio is. So I'm I'm happy to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've that. only I've only got my own, you know, uh, well, my own persona, my view. Yes. 
but I've got great respect for the emergency services. And the fact that they've got to lose a day's holiday, yes. and people are comparing the fact that, like, standard people, well, working people, get 28 uh, holidays, including bank holidays, but uh, the emergency services... Now, let's face it, we need them 24-7, don't we? Yes. I mean, it's not a corner shop or, you no, know... We need corner shops 24-7 as well. Well, it is, but... Yes. Um, well, but, that, but here's the thing, Kevin, no-one's going to argue with you that um, nurses and nurses... Well, some people might argue about doctors, but no-one's going to argue that nurses and people who work in hospitals shouldn't be paid more. And every, they certainly and, aren't. Everyone, they certainly everyone aren't agrees with that. Yes. Uh, I mean, let's face it. Come on, Ian. If uh, if a member of your family yes. or a member of my family yes. are ill Had a fight. On, say, oh. on, say, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, yes. Boxing Day or any bank holiday, yes. um, they're there for us, aren't they? Yes, I, I agree. So, I, I just, I mean, seeing as inflation is uh, above the rate of in, of 2.2% per year. Yeah. No, but I agree, uh, they should be paid more money. Correct. Yes. But I think oh. they should be guaranteed 2.2% Oy. above Oy. the rate of inflation. But, well, but here's, the th- here's, here's what I'm thinking, right? Um... Talking about two point two percent and inflation rates and all of that stuff. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand what two point two. I don't know what two point two percent means. I don't know what the inflation rate is. None of that stuff means stuff. The blanket statement that nurses deserve more money is one that is impossible to argue. What have you done today? Well, I've thought about these figures all day. I mean, come on, man, all day. Come you on, did... Ian. What do you get paid per day? Do you? It's do none you of your business. It's none of your business. <laughs> none of your bloody business. I don't, I don't expect you to tell me what your salary is. But let's face it: yes. in order to pay this increase yes. to the services we need, yes. whether they whether oh, they God. are yes. like council workers who empty our bins, yeah. which we have to pay our council tax to, yes. yeah. Yes, I had someone um, call it the poll tax today on Radio 4, but yeah, go on. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't hear that. No. However, I think... I said... People, I, no, never mind. I'm I teasing. think people yes. who, um, yeah. like the higher class that oh. are earning, say, 100 million so? at the age of 30, 40, 50, yeah. let's, I mean... What? Please don't diss me for this, but the likes of footballers, whereas the average public people are paying mega money, percentage-wise, out of their earnings to fund uh, these sort of people. No, well, hang on a minute, but footballers pay tax. Do they know what the rate is? Do, well, why do would they, they know? know? I don't know what the I don't know what the rate of taxes I pay. That's why I've got an accountant because he knows what the rate of taxes I pay. I don't know what the I don't know what tax. You know, he, he sends me a thing every six months and I sign it and that's that. I don't know what rate of tax I'm on. I think it's something like four point two percent of your earnings or something. It's more than but anyway. Four point two percent is more than that, I don't man. Know. 
I don't... Well, maybe. But do footballers know what the new £1 coin looks like? Why should they know what a £1 coin looks like? Why should they know? Listen, if anyone could earn 150 grand a week, good luck to them. Good luck to them. Uh, I mean, have they got private... um... I don't know. Why do you care? You know their career's over when they're, like, 28... No, 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 no. Yes, 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 uh, yes, yeah, yes, but yes, that yes, may yes. be because they've got private insurance. No, no it's because their career is over, because they're old. Sorry, is it Catherine? Sorry. Yes. I called you Kate then. Uh-oh. That's all I'm right. so sorry about no, that. you can call me Kate if you like. Um, I don't know. Why Why would people huh? need, be need prepared to become professional... Um, workers in our services just to wear a uniform if they were going to get to the point with this sort of levy of decrease in money. This sentence literally makes no sense whatsoever. And just to wear a uniform. We need those emergency services. I know we do. I'm not arguing with you. Yes, we need the emergency services and yes, they should be paid more. I, I'm agreeing with you. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. I agree with you. I agreed with you right at the start, Kevin. What have you done today? What have I done today? Yeah, go on. What have you done today? Uh, I've listened to the radio. Yeah? What do you listen to? Your channel, of course. Oh, all day? Do you not flick about a bit? Pardon? <laughs> Do you not switch to different radio stations throughout the day? No. You don't? I'm, I am completely glued wow. to this one. Who is, who I is to Eamon as well. Yeah, you like Eamon in the afternoons, do you? Yes, I do. And what was he talking about today? Because I didn't get a chance to hear him because I was with my kids. Uh, well, he was on about schooling and yeah. uh, homework yeah. for the children yeah. and the like, yeah. you know, yeah. which I totally agree with because... Yeah. Um, <laughs> he works long hours as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's the hardest working man in show business. Correct. Yeah. And uh, he works long hours, late hours. Yeah. And then um, when he gets home, sometimes uh, he obviously has to help his children yeah. with their homework. Yeah. Um, now, I fully understood what he was on about when he said that... Uh, Anybody, uh, all the children that need schooling and teaching should be done at school. Uh, He's saying saying don't give the kids homework? Yes. No, give give them a little bit. No, 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 no. I totally agree with him. No, 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 you're wrong. Give give them a little bit of homework. Not not masses, I think they maybe get too much. Give them a little bit of homework. It's good for them. No, that's just my opinion, and I totally agree with Eamon. Well, you you and Eamon are wrong. Mm. Do you think so? Yeah, oh, yes, I know so. Well, i tell you what, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's probably better talking about it than me, but... Um, oh, next time I see him, next time I see him, I'm going gonna, gonna to say, Oi! Holmes! Get over here, boy! What is this <laughs> nonsense? What is this poison you're spreading about? Kids shouldn't have homework. Shame on you, Eamon! Shame! Does Ruth think that? I bet she doesn't. 
would you ask? Would you touch ask him? I'm Sorry, go, I'm gonna, I didn't mean ask. Would you tell him that Kevin yes. totally agrees with him? I'm going to tell him that he's influencing um, um, numpties like you, Kevin, and that he should be a little bit more respectful of the institutions of education. Well, I thought my lad had a good education, yeah. and um, I, I think they had less homework to do then yeah. than they do now. You've got a kid. Well, I haven't got a kid. He's a man now. I didn't know you had a... a, a just one son? Just the one, yes. I didn't know you uh, you had a son. I, for some reason, I just assumed that you didn't have any kids. Oh, that's exciting. How's, how's, he, how's he getting on in life? What gave you the impression I didn't have any kids? I just made that. I just made daughters. that. I just made that assumption. You know, I've, I've, I'm often working on very little background information, and so I kind of make snap judgments in my head. You know, no, I'm not. Do you have any children? I've got two two kids, two boys. Yeah, six and eight years old. Um, but right. I just have to make do, snap do judgments. They have homework. Or uh, they have a little bit of homework. They have a little bit of homework. Yeah. And do you have to help them with that? Um, yeah. And what time does your shift finish? Oh, well, I don't do it now, but I, we we tend to do it at the weekends. I do it at the weekends. Yeah, but they get homework most nights, don't no, they? No, 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 they don't get that. Not at that age, they don't get homework most nights. Well, And it's stuff if... like, the homework is stuff like go round the house and look, find things that are rectangular shape. All right? <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. That's what they're getting at the moment. It's not dissect the, the war poems of um, Siegfried Sassoon and con- contrast them with um, the, 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 the works of John Hegley or something. I actually think the homework right. that the kids get, because I've got two little girls, similar age to, um, to Ian's. Yeah, and the homework they get set, I mean, they don't get loads, they don't get it every night, but it's a really nice opportunity for us to sit down and, and work together on something. No, my little one, she'll do something, you know, she's doing something about penguins, so she will go looking a book about penguins and she'll draw a picture. Yes, I fully understand. So, but it, yeah. And it's I'd rather do that than have them sitting in front of the telly the whole time. And I also think it's important for instilling a sense of sort of discipline. Right, do this, and then you can go and have fun. And that kind of feeling of achieving something with your day, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any harm in it. There's not loads. And what time do your children have to go to bed, Catherine? Have you got a curfew on that? Oh, yeah, my impression. little girls tend to go to bed. They're in bed by about half seven. Or seven. So how so is your... She, she asked, Kevin, sorry, let me... Sorry, I'm late. I'm, no, I know. It's all right. I'm, I'm late. No, don't worry. It's fine. I'm late for, for an ad. I just wanted to just check in finally before we go to the ads. Um, how's your boy getting on in life? Is he is he winning? Oh, he's fantastic. Beautiful. Yeah, he's looking after himself. Brilliant. Good. But I just wanted to say to Catherine, because I know I'm obviously running out of time. Yes. And waddling on. Yes. Um, oh, waddling on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's waddling uh, onto anyway, the pitch. Just yes. quick one to Catherine. Yeah. If, uh, if homework needs to be done, yes. and uh, her daughter, Catherine, if your daughter doesn't tell you um, hmm? half an hour before it's uh, bedtime, yeah. that a certain oh, homework has to be well, slap put across in the, legs, the next I think. morning. Uh, no, she wouldn't slap She's only. I'll right. tell you the answer so. to that one. She's done it once because I think if they go in and have to explain to the teacher why they yeah. haven't done it, that's the better lesson Kevin, than trying to scrap it together. Good to talk to you, mate. We've got to move on. Thank you very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. 
jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Colin, stay there. Catherine, they saw it on YouTube and Periscope. Do you want to tell me what you just tell them what you just said to me, Jennifer? About um about the um Lemesma you did on my necklace. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well I hope your mum's neck gets better soon. It won't because she's had a bad neck for years. And I didn't know that. I've never been told that. And you think you think and that woman that phoned in, um both of you shaming National Women's Day the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you think I was doing a piece. I wasn't doing a yeah, piece. Yeah, but it is a very general thing. Yeah, well, that's it's might like be saying, what... oh, do you know someone who's died? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what, what some people might do. Honest, I, I've told you, I saw my mum's life. Okay. You know when I do that, I'm genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it I very held interesting. It, I held it, and I got, and that's the image I got in my head. I can't... Really? It's, I'm not doing a, a, a skit. Um, good evening, Colin. Hi there, Ian. Hello, Colin. Hi, Catherine. Hello. Uh... Yeah, great show, by the way, guys. Um, first time caller, so oh, nice apologies if I'm a bit. Um, hey, that's all right. How, lo- how long have you been listening for? Uh, probably about last week or so. Oh, you've only in the last week. How? Do, okay. What, what would you? What were you doing two Fridays ago? Then, what do you normally do at this time of night? Um. I don't know. Uh, just <laughs> listening to music, probably. All right. Oh, nice one. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you've I'm glad you have found us. What have you got for us, Colin? Yeah, it's just a a, a quick point, really. I mean, I, I know that you know you're a father, Ian, um, and the point I just like to raise with you and and the listeners is I don't know if I'm the the only one here, but I just feel that because I'm a dad myself, yeah, two kids, I'm just getting a bit sick of not. What I think is not getting a fair crack of the whip, really. What do you um, mean by that? I I don't feel I get treated the same way as a mum would. Um, Go on. The only re- the only difference being that I'm a bloke and mums are not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we get. Okay. Well, so so g- give me some examples. Of of the the difference that in the way you're treated, uh, right? Okay, so so this week it should have been. Um, I've got a lad who's six, um, yeah. and so year one, and and I missed his uh, parents' evening right. this week yeah. um, because basically I wasn't kept informed. Right, um, I spoke to school loads of times and things like this. Yeah, but. I don't get the same sort of information. Me and the mum, you know, were sort of separated. Oh, so I was going to say, right, you're separated, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we're divorced, yeah. I yeah. divorced her. And um, and it's just, uh, I mean, I've spoken to school and things like that. And um, I've said, I'll give you a let- I'll give you envelopes, I'll give you stamps. Can you not just pop, like, the same sort of pieces of paper that you give mum to me? They flat out refused. Um... It's a lot of work for it's a lot of work for them to do that. Who who takes and collects the kids from school? 
mostly her, but sometimes me. Right. Um, but 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 she, I mean, she's going to be the the main point of contact, isn't she? She is. Yeah. Um, but even things like um, I'd fight tooth and nail just to get put on their um, NHS records and things like that. Because it would change change doctors and things like that. But that's an issue... Isn't that an issue more with your breakdown of the relationship with their mum than it is with the actual institutions? If the ki- I'm assuming that the kids are living with her, so naturally her address is going to be the main point of call. It's Her address is their address. Uh, yeah, most of the time. But and and, and, and if they, well. if they were, if they been, yeah, but if they were living with you, then you would be, you know, the the the, the parent named on the the uh, the doctors. You would be the parent that got all of the the mail from the school. But it, it, is this not an, an issue though? Because I mean, I, I think I think I heard somewhere that by the age of sixteen, half of kids' parents will have. Separated, yeah, in one way or another. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is becoming the norm, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it's about yeah, it's about fifty percent. It's about fifty percent of marriages now break down. Yeah. Um. But all I'm asking for really is is why don't I get fair treatment? And I just think that okay, especially in this age of treading on eggshells, and you've got to be do right by everybody. If the roles were reversed, I'm pretty sure the mum wouldn't get the same treatment. Well, but you've not explained yeah. that, that, what, what you mean by treatment. You know, if, if the kids live with her... And listen, I to- I'm not having a go, because I totally uh, empathise, you no, know, not, you're not living with your kids, and I totally empathise with, um, you know, you feeling left out and, 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 you know, well done for wanting to be an active, involved parent, because... Sometimes, you know, the parent that leaves the, the, the family home doesn't want that. So that's brilliant that you're enthusiastic about being more involved. But on a purely practical level, their, the, the kid's address is their mum's address. It's not your address. So it, it, becomes, it becomes more difficult and um, trickier for uh, um, establishments like schools and doctor's surgeries and libraries and whatever, you know, there's, there's, to, to have a second address. I, I, I appreciate that, but then also, you know, I have them um, some of the time, so about 30% of the time. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, I'm holding over the coals if I don't pay, like, child maintenance payments, things like this. Rightfully so, yeah. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I've not got a problem with that at all. Not a problem with that at all. Yeah. But all I'm asking for is just equal treatment. You I, want your I money's think... worth? No, not necessarily my money's worth, but... Um... OK, I mean, I think where you're, the, the route you're going down, and, and rightly so, is that, you know... the the relationship between me and my ex is a little bit fractious, yeah? Yeah. And we don't really see eye to eye, and that's absolutely fine. But this is one of my sort of bones of contention, is that it's all about the kids, really, yeah. and doing right by them, whether it be 
with the doctors, yeah. uh, with the school. What difference would it make if you're... If, so what was your problem with the doctors? What was the issue with the doctors that you had, that you mentioned? Tell me it again. Um, the, problem, the problem with the doctors is that I wasn't... Uh, the surgery. I was put down there as a barber. My concern is that on the weekends that I have them, let's say we have to go to A&E, one of them yeah. hurts himself or something. Yeah. The fear that they could turn around and say, well, who the hell are you? Well, no, right. Right. Well, if that's a real fear, you can put that fear out of your head because if, you know, um, they won't. They they will ask who you are, but they won't say, who the hell are you? They they will ask who they are, and you say, well, I'm their dad, and they'll they'll get treated. They're not going to get turned away because your name isn't on... Um, the, the the doctor's register. The fact the fact that you're not listed as the father on the doctor's register. Well, that's not the doctor's fault. That's I w- that I would. That's the fault of the breakdown in the relationship between you and their mum. Uh, yeah, my only concern though is that you know if this is happening, you know we've mentioned the fifty percent. Yeah. More and more. No, forget everyone else. Forget everyone else. You know, because yeah. because forget everyone else. Because you know, let's focus on you. Because you're not bothered about everyone else. You're bothered about you and about your situation that's that's going on now. Yeah. Yeah. So forget everyone else. Um. The the fact that you're not listed as their father, if that's true, at the doctor's surgery. Is... Well, I am, I am now, but I had to fight for it. Right. Okay. So you are. Oh, I am now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, then there's no issue there. That's been sorted. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't know your situation, Ian, but I mean, would you say that it's fair that mum gets sort of the rich pickings of when to spend time with kids, and somehow because they're a mum, that's more important than a daddy. Well, this is a different issue that you're throwing up now. Um, w- well, yeah, yeah, sorry, I mean... That, no, it's fine, that's yeah, fine. That's one t- it's fine. Um, I, I don't know, because I don't know your situation. I don't, I don't quite know the full details of your situation, um, but are you able to have the kids live with you? For example, in the fantasy, are you able, in your current situation, to have the kids live with you? Yeah, they're with me tonight. Yeah, but live with you more, you know, swap swap over. So they live with you, um, and you take them to school, you pick them up from school, and then you, you, you're, the, the mother gets them for 30% of the time, I think you said you get them for. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that's fair. Why is that, why is but, that not um, fair? Well, I wouldn't want either parent to, only, to be sort of restricted. Right, so how was it decided yeah. that you get them for 30% of the time and, and she gets them for 70% of the time? Well, that's it's down with the courts, which I'm, I'm sort of I am fighting at the moment. Okay, to, to try and get that revised. So what? She has them in the week. You have them at weekends. Uh, yes, but I get um, a lot more time during like summer holidays and things like that because right. I sort of sacrifice my but right. holidays. But so things. you're saying that with your with I don't know what your working situation is, but you could you could have them. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You could you could do that with the school run. I could do that. Right. Okay. Fine. Um, but that wouldn't be for the benefit of the children, would it? To, 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 I, I, I kind of think that the swapping of the parents midweek, um, that's not necessarily the best situation for the kids, is it? During school term. Uh, 
But then what about the fact that um, my kids won't have a, a male role model? Well, they have. They've got you. Yeah, but not very often. Well, then you have to make sure that the moments that you have got them really, really count. Okay. But the only... And sorry, maybe I'm just going round circles here, but do, do you think, then, it's fair that... Take take the mum out of the situation, take the father out of the situation, let's just concentrate on a child, right? Yes. Is it fair that the state, whether it be the, the court, the health service, schools, whatever, treat one parent in a different way to the other one? When parents are separate, I can completely understand if... They're in a happy family home. I don't know. Like I that. don't know if that's if I don't know if that does happen. Um, uh, if that is the case, then no, that is unfair. Is that not your experience? I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not delving into your information, but you from my experience, it. it's not. Okay. Well, I don't know if that happens, um, and if it does, it's unfair. Colin, I'm late for the news. I gotta go. Thank you very much indeed. Why do I get the feeling that people are phoning me up trying to catch me out? Do you know what I mean? That's the second call tonight where I thought someone's someone's trying to get me to say something. Do you know what I mean? And if they, if that's not if that's not the case, then then can, then I apologise. But that's the second call tonight where I've thought I'm being asked very specific personal question. Isn't that funny? Maybe I'm being over. Maybe I'm being oversensitive, but two new callers phoning me up, asking me very, very specific questions about very, very personal parts. Have you got that vibe? That specifically you've said you don't want to talk about. Have you? Did you pick yes, that up? I did. And with the other call. But I don't know whether I'm just being protective. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Isn't it, though? Yeah, and it's not beyond the realms of possibility either, is it? If it's true, you're shitbags. <laughs> if it's true, you are utter shitbags. If it's not true, and those are two, you know, genuine souls in trouble, then well done. But if it's true, God, you're shitbags. <laughs> Let's go to the break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies. But the hardest thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. Spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it 
344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I... What's going on? Oh, it's the YouTube thing. There we go. Let us be. Um, l- listen, this is a phoning show um, where you can call in about literally anything, right? And, and, and we love it, and it's a very open show, and it's a very loving show, and it's a very caring show. Unlike a lot of um, speech radio phoning shows that are, 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 are built on hatred and pointing, finger pointing, and dishonesty and scaring and fear mongery, fear mongery. Uh, this is a show about love and peace and um, uh, good vibes and um, open communication and honesty. And um, uh, I'm really starting to think I need to rein in my honesty. There was a story about me in the papers last week. I've never had a... I've had three stories about me in the papers over 20 years. And there was a really personal, you know, mean story in the paper. And um, uh, and, it, it, and that weekend, last weekend was horrible for me, and it's had horrible consequences as a re- direct result. Um, and then that nonsense with that idiot Matthew Wright. Um, but it's 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 made me really con- reconsider uh, how I uh, um, talk about myself on the show. One of the reasons this show works is because I'm very open and very sharing and very honest about you know stuff that is going on. Um, and um, uh, because I do that because a it's good for me, it helps me, and b there's a lot of identification from listeners, and it seems to help a lot of people. But th- that story in the paper on Sunday has really made me a little bit hmm. Okay, well I need to obviously be careful about some things I say. Would uh, basically if I what I say on my radio show, would I be happy for it to be in a national newspaper? Right, that's what I need to think. And just just this week. And tonight, a, a, a lot of new callers asking very specific questions about my, you know, the the, the my situation could connect with. Um, and my listen, I've been doing this for a long time. Catherine's been doing this for longer, and our bullshit detectors. Really, really good. Really good. No, it's not perfect. A few slip through the net, but they're really good. And just to get two new callers tonight, one asking about addiction, the other one asking about divorce, I just think, I don't know. And listen, if that's if that's not the case, if they're genuine callers, then you've got my deepest sympathies. Uh, but if you are, if you are, <laughs> if you are doing what, what we think you're doing... Oh, man, come on. Come on. <laughs> How low can you go, really? A lot lower. You, you can hack dead girls' um, phone messages. I know that. But come on. Really? Really? We haven't got any phone calls now. Um, so, The Sun, if you're listening. <laughs> uh, Huffington Post, if you're there. Uh, Sunday Mirror, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. Why don't you ask me about that time um, I went to prison for petty theft? I'll t- I'll talk to you about that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to um, give me a call, you'd be very very welcome to. Um, what have we got in the newspapers? We got no. We got no. We got no cars lined up, and that's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, I don't want to do that story. Let's. Um... And also, I don't want I don't want the show to become. I'm really really aware 
I don't want the show to become a soap opera about my life as well, and, and which is why this week we have, you know, I didn't really talk about the stuff on Channel Five, and because I don't, you know, it happened, and if you want to see it, it's on the internet somewhere. Um, but I, there's no point in drawing attention to it, you, you know, it's out there, and I don't want the show to become the saga of my mental decline or the the saga of, you know, me being in the news. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be fun, silly, dumb, stupid irreverent, psychedelic, nonsensical show. That's what I want, Um, which is why this week we've really gone for the the silly topics. But um, um, anyway, let's carry on. Maybe maybe I'm just being paranoid. Tragic comic admits paranoia, admits he's paranoid. Ah, no. Right. Onwards and upwards. Let me just take this call. Hello, Andy. Hey, Ian, how you doing, man? I'm good, thanks, man. You're on the air. Okay, thank you. Um, Okay. I don't know if you remember, I called up uh, when you first came out of the jungle and just said about what an inspiration you were and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And, of course, I've seen all the stuff that's been going off as of late, the right stuff and so on and so forth. Yes. Uh, yeah, none of my business, really, but I just want to let you know that a lot of people care about you. A lot of people... Do care. A lot yeah. of people want the best for you. Yeah. And you know, you're very good at talking, but we are there to listen as oh, well. Yes, I like that. So, just you know, thank you, brother. I haven't really got a lot to say. No, I and, and, and say you, look after yourself. hey, listen. And can I just care. say? Can I just say? Um, I'm fine. Do you know what? I'm. I'm honestly. I'm fine. I'm. At, I'm fine. I'm really. Am I saying it too much? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I, I'm, I, I've had a brilliant week. I've had a brilliant day. I've yep. got a brilliant weekend lined up. I'm, I'm fine, honestly. But thank you, man. It means a lot that you've, you've, you felt the need to phone in and say that. Thank you. Yeah, no worries at all. You know, I, the one thing that always gets me through when I'm not having the easiest times yes. is I always think tomorrow's another day. Yeah, oh yeah, this too you shall know? pass. This uh, too shall pass. But I'm all, honestly, but I'm he's fine. not in that place. No, I'm not. <laughs> honestly, I had a great, really geeky day today. I, I, I ordered um, a green screen and some lights, and it came in the week. And I set it up today, and um, I played around and made, you know, made some little test videos, and it works. And I'm now going to work out. I might, I might film something Sunday evening. I'm thinking I might put it up on the the YouTube channel. Just something, a little silly, little silly thing. So no, I've had, I've had, a, I've had a really good day actually. I've had a really good week. Decent man. Well, listen, it's it's really good to hear it. I've been watching some of your gaming videos oh. as of late as well. <laughs> oh, I'm not a big gamer no. myself. I love GTA Online. Yeah. I'm not really into much of the other stuff, no. but I don't know what your thoughts are on Fortnite, which I'm hearing a lot about. Fortnite, right? For those, do you, do you know about that? Fortnite, Cash? Hang on, are you from a gaming magazine? <laughs> <laughs> if so, can I have some free games? <laughs> can I have some free games? What <laughs> have I got to do to get free games? Um, Fortnite is this is this game, right? It's a phenomenon, dun, 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 and it's free, right? And everyone, everyone plays it. It's, it's, it, yeah, and it's basically you, you, basically you skydive from a flying bus mm. onto this map, right? And is this a Japanese thing? No, no, no. It, and all you've got to do is survive. You've got to be last man standing, last person standing, right? And you can chop down trees, and that gives you wood. And you can chop down buildings, and that gives you bricks. And you, you've got to run around. And you've got no weapons. You've got to find weapons, chop stuff down. And it's it's like a shooting game, but there's not much shooting going on because you've got to build. You've got to build. Basically, you've got to build like a a, a den, a fortress. Oh, I like this. What's this on? Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, it's got. I know it's going to be on mobile phones. They've just announced, Andy. It's going to be on mobile phones. 
Oh, right, I've not heard that. Yeah, yeah, they, they announced, it, you said it, announced but... it today or yesterday. <laughs> and, and, and basically, it's a game where nothing happens. If you're good, nothing happens for about ten minutes and then there's 20 seconds of shooting. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I've played it a few times... I, I couldn't get to grips with the building, Andy, but um, I might have a go on it this weekend. See, for me, the best video games are the ones that you can pick up and you can play even if you have no idea. You know, yep. the Batman games were superb yep. at that. They yep. kind of teach you through with a tutorial. Yep. Yep. And the best example I've ever seen is Tetris, where you yep. can play it with yep. no prior knowledge. Oh, yeah, you can pick it up and you straight games. away, you, you press a few buttons and go, oh, right, and you've got it. You've got it with, by the second game, you know what you're doing. Exactly. And a few people have said that about Fortnite, so I think I might check it oh, out. Oh, I couldn't do that with Fortnite. I couldn't work it out. I couldn't work out how you build. Yeah. I think the worst game was that you ever played, the one that you just couldn't get. For me, it was Portal, if you remember that. Oh, I do remember Portal. No, Portal was like your puzzles oh, and just... stuff. Um, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching Limmy stream a game called Life is Strange. Oh. Yes, it's superb. Life is boring. Are you being ironic when you say it's superb, Andy? No, 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 no. I love Limmy. Uh, oh, I mean, I the, the streaming um, is the streaming is superb. The game itself, basically, it, you're like an emo goth girl, and you, you make decisions about how you interact with people, and it sort of has a little bit of an influence on the rest of the game, but not that much. Yeah. Ah, okay. No, yeah. I haven't heard of that. I've seen Limmy's show on Netflix, if we're allowed to mention. Oh, yeah, we can mention the Netflix. N-word. Limmy's a genius. Follow him on YouTube, Daft yeah. Limmy, Andy, and you'll you'll see some um you'll see some fun things. Andy, nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks for the kind words. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hey, I've been pleased to meet you, mate. Thank you, Ian. What you got Thanks. for us? Oh, I'm a first-time caller, and I dip in and out show quite regular. Okay. Uh, I'm on I'm working nights at the minute, I'm on nights, so I'm listening to you. Fantastic. Live, uh, also listen to some podcasts as well. Lovely, thank you. And you just touched on a few things, like how people seem to sometimes want to have a go at you, or just the way people attack people sometimes, it's just really wrong, and I think you do a lot of good. Thank you. The way that you're openly honest with people, and the way that you approach depression and all that sort of stuff, and it's, I just think it's brilliant, mate, and I just wanted to phone up to say thanks, because me personally, within my life, listening to you, and opening up to other people. You've helped me, mate, definitely. Well, thank you, brother. Thanks for that. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you very much. More than welcome, mate. More than welcome. And keep doing what you're doing, because there's a lot of us out there. Just, nice one. Just, yeah. you know, supporting you and, and good on what you Thank you, Ian. You're a very kind man. You're a very kind man. Let's go to Rosanna. Good evening, Rosanna. Oh, hello. Hello, Ian. Hello, Rosanna. Hello. Oh, it's you on the cardboard phone, isn't it? It's me, yeah. Me, I'm crazy. Your phone is terrible, man. What are we going to do about that? I know I need a new one, don't I? You, I really do, one. you do need a new one. Got it fixed. Yeah. What you got for us tonight, Rosanna? Um, well, I got through my, um, my mother's um, anniversary of my mother's death. Um, well, that my husband's death. My mother's birthday is anniversary of the death next week. Oh, yeah. Yep. But uh, I had a, um, a visit from workmen for my flat. Um, a few days ago, and yeah. um, um, I'm a hoarder, and my um, property, I've been told that my, I'm risk of, I'm, I'm, I'm breaching my tenancy agreement, and I could be evicted, so I'm just really 
I don't know what to do about it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really ang- I know, I'm quite anxious about it. You're a hoarder? But, uh, I'm a hoarder. And so, to, I mean, to what extent? Um, quite quite bad hoarder, really. Um, I, you don't, not as bad as you see on, yeah. you know, on, on powder to the ceiling, that sort of hoarding, but um, it is quite bad. Um, I'm a and they're going to evict... They, 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 have they said they're going to evict you? Well, like they said my tenancy's at risk. Um, so I need to, to get it sorted. I don't know where to start. I don't know who to ask. I don't know how to help me. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just panicking about it. Like, who are you seeing medically? What do, are you seeing a doctor? Are you seeing... Have you got a support team? Um, I've got a psychiatrist, a social worker, and a um, CPS. Um but I see them in the community. They don't come to my flat, so they, they know there's a problem. Right. So well, they, but have they, they, they? Sorry, did you? Because it's not a great line. Are you saying they do know or don't know that, about the hoarding situation? They're aware of it. Yeah, they are. And uh, have you told them about the the fact that you're there is a threat of eviction? No, I have. No, I right. To, Get talk to, to your social worker. Talk to your social yeah. worker, it, you know, well, tomorrow's Saturday, isn't it? I don't know if you can speak to her on yeah. Saturday. But certainly on Monday. Um, and maybe, I mean, how would you feel about inviting your social worker around to see it? Um, I, I find it really hard to, to let people into my... Into I bet you do. Really, they're supposed to come in to see the hospital, but um, they've agreed to see me outside. I was in a community, which they don't normally do. They should come and see people's flats because I've got phobia about Yeah, no. And, and where, where I was actually last time and stuff, and they just come in and, and I, I just, it's just... Uh, just, I just find it really, really distressing. I mean, I don't even let, I don't, I haven't got many friends. I don't even let friends no. come in. Rosanna, Rosanna, friends. listen, I'm, I'm going to have to let you go because the line is awful, right? But, oh, sorry. No, 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 don't, it's, hey, listen, it's fine and these, these, these things happen. But here's, here's the, here's the, here's the thing. Um, the, 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 the eviction is not a done deal. Um, but it sounds like you're going to have to make some really, um, big and possibly quite painful decisions if if you want to stay there. Right. And, and, and listen, and I, I'm just suggesting stuff, I don't know. Um, one of those painful decisions might be inviting your social worker into your, your where you live. And, and I, I get this, honestly, I can understand exactly what you're saying um, about how big a deal that would be for you. But you yeah. need to start weighing up the pros and the cons and, and what might happen if you do this and what might happen if you don't do do these kind of things. Um, yeah. And um, you need to, 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 to work out, can you live with the discomfort, uh, and I'm, I'm aware it's a lot more than that, but can you live with the discomfort that having someone in your property will will give you um, more than being evicted. Sorry. And I think, you know, because I, I, I've, I've really enjoyed... I know we've only spoken a couple of times, but I've really enjoyed our phone calls, and I have... Um, I have detected a strength in you that I, I don't think you're aware of, or maybe you've forgotten about. And I, 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 And I think you can do things like inviting your social worker in. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon? I don't. I, I don't know. It's just um, I, I have a lot of. Questions. All right. 
Listen, I, Rosanna, I'm going. I'm going to let you go because I can't. I'm, I'm not getting a word of it. But I don't think in any way that is a criticism. I'm certainly not angry, and I'm certainly not telling you what to do. Uh, I just think that you are a very strong individual. You are stronger than you give yourself credit for, and. Um, this is, sounds like a very pivotal moment in time in your life, and uh, I think you need to start asking for help. Only the strong ask for help. It's not a sign of weakness. Um, have a good Bye. weekend, Rosanna, and we'll speak next week, OK? OK, Ben. Thank Take care. you. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot. Bye-bye. Uh, let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hi, Andrew. <clears throat> um, I've not been listening tonight, sorry, but I've listened to last night. What? Who is this yeah. man? Did oh. fight right? Trace this. I, I'll keep him talking for five minutes. We'll trace his address and then we'll go around and put a pool through his letterbox. <laughs> oh, don't protest. <clears throat> Did you ever find from last night's show uh, a song with a woman's name with O in it? No. Beginning with O. No, we didn't. Right, go on. Go on. Ophelia by the Lumineers. There we go, Ophelia. We go. We're back in the we're back in the room. All right, so we're on Ophelia. So we're doing an alphabet oh, of ladies' P. names. Ophelia, L M N O P. Um, Isn't there one I've called P? Is there one called Pamela? No. Oh, there is. There's one by the oh. Beach Boys called Pamela Jean. All right, fine. Well, what were you going to say, no. Andrew? Well, I was going to say Peggy Sue. There oh, we Peggy go. That's Sue. better. That's better. Q. Um, yes. Um, okay. Uh, Peggy Sue. <sighs> Hang on, we can do a Q. Q's going to be... Uh, 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 I've got one. Queenie I. Paul McCartney. Queenie. It's a woman's name, isn't it? OK. Isn't it? Yeah. What's Queenie short for? That's one Queen. of those, like, Peggy, isn't it? Queen. 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 <laughs> My dad's got a Scouse friend, and when he <laughs> rings up, he says... He says, are you OK, Queen? Well, well, OK, well, maybe Queenie. we can't allow Queenie I, then. Well, I don't know any... Queen Medicine Who Woman thinking... Quinn, Quinn, medicine woman. That was good, that wasn't it? Just like that. That was. Uh, that was. Uh, uh, I found myself. Um, I have a penchant, Andrew. You can print this in the papers, guys. You've got what? I've got a penchant. Oh right. For uh, a penchant. I've got. For, I I like. I find uh, female police officers very attractive. It's, right? the, it's mostly the uniform. It's totally the uniform, right? And yeah. um, I must admit. I saw a, a, a female police officer walking towards me the other day, and as she came up to me, I went, "Good morning." She went, "Good morning," and I walked on my way. And I felt a little, little, little jump tingle. in my step. No, not a tingle. It wasn't a tingle. It wasn't a CD. It was romantic. I had a little. <laughs> don't raise your eyebrows at me as you drink your coffee. I had a little, a little spring in my step. I felt, I felt special, Andrew. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic comic flirts with a police officer. <laughs> yeah, headline news. We're going to have Queenie until we can think of a better song. With, 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 with If you don't know what we're doing, yesterday we were doing um, a, a list of A to Z of songs with women's names in the title. It's got to be in the title. Well, uh, if you had trouble trying to find O yesterday, I, 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 I bet you're going to find a Q. Queenie Eye, I think it's Queenie called. Queenie Eye, go on. And then can we have... Uh, oh, no, PQR. Rhiannon. Rhiannon. Yep, PQRSS. Easy. Sexy Sadie. <laughs> T. Why, hang on, why is he laughing at that? Why are you laughing at that, Andrew? What? Because you've got a one-track mind. Sexy Sadie. Sadie is the... the you, you say... T. Um, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tina. <laughs> 
Tina Turner, I wanna. No, that's not. That's a. That's an original Ta- from Ian Lee. Ta- <laughs> isn't there a song that? Isn't there a song that's got Tony Braxton in the title? Wasn't there a song about Tony Braxton? Yeah, there was. There was, wasn't there? Wasn't there? I don't think it was called Tony Braxton. Okay. Though, was it? Andrew, can you contribute anything, or shall I cut you off? Cut me off. There we go. Fine. <laughs> Cut him right off. We aims to please. Uh, Steve, stay there. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 03444991000. Oh, one o'clock. Martin Kellner's in the house. Mark. Martin Connor's in the house, and um, here's something. He's going more monkeys geeky than I've ever I've ever done on this oh, show. Oh, gosh. Four o'clock, he's got Peter Mills on, who wrote a brilliant book about the monkeys movie Head. I mean, really good. Um, I mean, it's genuine. It's a brilliant book. And, and its effect on, um, you know, it's, it, it's, its place. It didn't have any effect. No one went and saw it. But its place in 60s counterculture... And it was a great movie, right? One of my favourite movies, 1968, starring the monkeys, produced, directed by Bob Rafelson, written by Jack Nicholson, right? And um, uh, and Nicholson pops up in it for like two seconds. And um, I was I was been talking to Peter Mills, and he he was very excited. He messaged me one day, and he said, "Bob Rafelson, the director, has messaged me." to tell me he likes the book. Oh. Bob Rafelson never talks about Head, refuses to talk about it. He says, he said, um, I messaged him back and asked him how he'd heard about it. He replied that he had a phone call from Jack Nicholson who was reading bits of the book out to him. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Oh. Isn't that amazing? Uh, anyway, he's on at four o'clock. There's Peter Mills. It's a really, really good book. And, and, and Martin Kahn is, you know, it's, it's a really interesting show. It's all kinds of different bits and pieces. And you can call in as well. You're allowed to call in. Um, let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Hi, Ian. How are you doing, mate? I'm all right, thank you, Steve. What have you got for us? Um, just call in about anything you want. Um, oh. Listening earlier the week, but I couldn't call in. Best and worst places you've ever had a kit? Here we go. We're in. Beautiful. Yes. All right, best place, uh, lovely beach hut, Turtle Island, just off Fiji. Absolutely. When you say a hut, yeah, a little beach, straw straw hut on the beach. Oh, mate. Mate. Pure luxury, like. I bet the sea sounded amazing, didn't it? It was magic, mate. Absolutely magic. Yeah. There's um, um, when we go on holiday sometimes to Zakynthos. And um, my wife's aunt has got a house by the sea. It, it, you know, it's not a particularly nice bit of beach, but it's, by, it's right by the sea. It's also by a really main road. But once the cars die down, about two o'clock in the morning, the sound of the sea, it's yeah. just... Oh, it, 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 there's nothing like it. It's magical. It's relentless. It, oh, it's beautiful. But it's really relaxing as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When my little kids were babies, when my kids were babies, we had this, like, sound machine, and one of the settings was the sea. And it was just, oh, I'd be asleep. But the the real thing, the real thing is... uh, Anyway, well, that that is... um, How did you manage that, Steve? You must be a multi-millionaire. No, the flight was cheap as chips because I flew from New Zealand. Ah. It cost 49 quid to fly from New Zealand. Jammy. Um, Okay, And, and the worst place? Um... Uh, four and a half foot 
dirty three foot wide drainage ditch outside a bar in Spain. Pissed up, were you? Uh, absolutely <laughs> bladdered, mate. <laughs> what what a surprise! Um, absolutely bladdered. And, and and did you intend to sleep there, or did you just kind of collapse there? Um, it looked inviting. <laughs> it, they, they do it this kind of thing. It looks like, looks like a. Also, a... if it's warm. And when you woke up, I mean, what did, was, did you wake up at a decent time, or was it like four o'clock in the morning? You woke up, went, "What the flipping heck am no, I doing here?" I probably didn't go to sleep until four o'clock in the morning, Good mate. Um, I probably woke up about ten with a stinking hangover yep. and stinking from the ditch. Yep, 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 yep. There you go. Do you know? Can you name a song? That's got a woman's name in the title that begins with T. The woman's name has to begin is, with T. Is there one that's Trudy? It's ringing. It's ringing a bell, but I can't think who it was by. Oh, I'm thinking of. No, I'm thinking of Judy. Julie by Shaken Stevens. What? What would you Julie. If you love me, tr- Trudy. Let, let's 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 type in. Let's type have in. Have a Google. Let's have a little Google. Trudy song. Um... Here we go. Hey, he's not bad. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let's see what we got here. We missed that. There we go. Let's get get this again. Here we go. This is great. I didn't know this one. Call up Trudy on the telephone. Yes. Send a letter in the mail. Yeah. Trudy by Charlie Daniels. I'm hung up in Dallas. incredible hey nice one steve you got it yeah it just rang a bell from somewhere thank you mate you're excellent stuff oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand t you so we're looking at a song called ursula ursula it's a name you don't hear anymore ursula mm. ursula where's that from swedish germanic well ursa and ursa it's to do with bears isn't it ursa minor mm-hmm. yeah ursula i'd say uh, greek okay or latin but uh, you, Uhura? Is there a song called Uhura? <laughs> I wonder if there's a. Right, well, let, let's. <laughs> Una Paloma Blanca. No, sh- <laughs> um, Ursula is a belting name. Uh, no, there's. Um, hang on, hang on a minute. What is this? Hang on. Hang on. This is actual Star Trek footage, and it's Mr. Spock. Oh, oh. the Starship Enterprise. Oh, dear. There's again. someone who's in Satan's guise. Whose devil ears and devil eyes could rip your heart from you. So what that's about. Oh, dear. Um, that's Ahura singing about Spock. Okay, so that's not going to uh, help us. Maybe James. James, we're looking for, um, and we're only looking for, um, uh, a song with a woman's name in the title that begins with you. Is there an Ursula's song in um, The Little Mermaid? Nope. All right, well, Kath, do 
Don't shoot him down in flames <laughs> like that. Oi. Oi, indeed. There isn't. Well, uh, well, well, um... She or sings... is there an Ursula in Little Mermaid and she sings a song? Yes. Yeah. But that's not... Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, James, you're, you're an absolute chancer and you've, you've, um, you've wasted everybody's... Um... Well, despite that, I look forward to seeing you both tomorrow. Well, I'd be right on. I don't know if you'll be welcome tomorrow after this embarrassment. You've disgraced yourself. You've disgraced yourself, boy. <laughs> uh, we look forward to seeing you in Brighton, James. Nice, Always nice and to see you, mate. As number one rabbit holer who's only missed three, I think... Yeah, I can attest that they are the best nights out. So anyone <laughs> wow. who's looking for a ticket, do get one. I'm suspicious of this guy. I think he's working for the Sun. <laughs> he's, he's, playing, he's playing the long game. It's a very long game. <laughs> James, look forward to seeing you tomorrow, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers, man. See Ta-ta. you. Bye bye. But you're totally wrong on that. Um, I don't. I think we could be stuck on you. When... Stuck on you. you. Um, <laughs> let's have a think while the adverts play. Late night conversation Wealth losing sleep over The Late Night Alternative With Ian Lee On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk All I've asked is a really, uh, I've asked a really specific geeky question on Twitter Are mm. there any Command and Conquer type games for the PS4? And lots of people going, no No, you can't get Command and Conquer for the PS4 No, no, that's not what I've asked I'm really specific with my words. Are there any Command and Conquer type games for the PS4? That implies that I'm aware that you can't get Command and Conquer for the PS4. Are there any games of a similar vein where you have to build up armies very, very quickly and get get money and rations and things and then go and fight someone else? And then Neil says, I don't know how a Command and Conquer game would work on the PS4 without a mouse. Well, you're an idiot. Of course oh. you can play those games oh. without. Of course you can. <sighs> what is wrong with people? Ah, dearie, dearie me. Um, we've found a song that begins with a lady's name that's got you in. Thank you to Sam for this. It goes a little bit like this. Joe's house. Oh, yeah, right away. Joe's house. I can move mountains, I can work a miracle, work a miracle. Uma Thurman. <laughs> she was a dead like Uma Thurman. The Veronica. Veronica, do you suppose? T-U-V-W. All right, oh, we're, we we're alternating. We're going back and forth now, so I'm doing Ws. Uh, oh, because you want me to have X? Yeah. Um, um, Wu-Tang. Um, <laughs> Wendy. Oh, so one of my favourite... Do you know that song? Yes. One of my favourite Beach Boys songs. Oh, what a great song, Wendy. Okay, WX. Was Wendy his wife or his sister-in-law? Um, I don't think it was either, actually. Oh, dear. Um, X. 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 Yeah, X is always... I mean, what There must be one called Xanthi. Um, Xanthi song. Or no? Zenobia. <laughs> well, um, Xena. Xanthi song. There's got to be a song with Xanthi. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Let's 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 try something. Let's try something. Let's try something. Okay. 
Oh, good. For God's sake. Oh, blimey. Fun. I mean, what a kerfuffle. Okay, let's just. Here we go. We're going to try something. Oh, Jesus. Ah! Right, I'm not opening that. That's rubbish. Um, there's a song by Graham Harrison called Xanthi, but I just want to listen to it before we get. Xanthi. Graham Harrison. Let's have a little listen. Let's have a little listen. This could be uh, this could Get be up. unusual for uh, the kind of music, different to the type of music we normally play. Oh, so really? Let's, let's have a. I've got a vibe about this. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> That's called uh, Xanthi. It's called CAC. Um, don't don't diss dance music. Uh, X Y Yel um, Yol, Yol, Yolanda. Um, yeah, Yasmin. I bet Cat Stevens did a song called Yasmin or Yasmin. I bet he did. It's the kind of name he'd um, he'd weave his Greek, Swedish, Islamic magic around. Yeah, yeah. Yoda. Hmm, extra bowl you have. That's what the, the Star Wars pinball would say. Hmm, extra bowl you have. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's the, only, that's the only Yoda line I can do. Um, is, is that, um, I don't know, I'm bored of this game. You mean you give up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to um, give us a call. So I think there's not really a lot. There's not really a lot in the papers tonight, guys. Oh, I'm excited! I've got the new David Byrne album to listen to. Just came out today. Oh, I'm listen to that on my way home tonight. Actually, was, uh, I've not got a CD player, but maybe there'll be a track on it. This, this is uh, David Byrne, American Utopia. Let's see if there's any. I saw. I saw. Um, I've interviewed David Byrne. What a, a delightful gentleman! But um, um, he, I saw him say it in Arthur Cold. There we go. This is this is the opening track from it. Let's see if I've wasted my money. Or... In another dimension. Oh, oh dear! Come in, Martin. Oh, thank you. Like the clothes that you wear. No, not oh dear, he just sounds old. That's all, he sounds great. I love old men's voices. Sprouting illegal hair. A fitness consultant. Oh, I like that. David Byrne. No, yeah, David I, like, Byrne. I like old men's voices. I like, yeah, I, I've got one. Exactly. <laughs> I'm 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 new to Bob Dylan, uh, um, Martin. New to Bob Dylan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, the last three or four weeks, I've got him. Oh. I, I've really tried hard, and I've got him now, and I love it. What a treat. But I prefer his stuff from the '90s onwards when he starts to get that old man voice. Yeah, although I did go and see him live recently yeah. at the Motor Point Arena in oh, Nottingham. Yeah, but it was terrible. And it was awful. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. hideously yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, he won't have the big screen, so you can't see him. Yeah. And it's just this little guy in a hat. Yeah. And he's now doing the Great American Songbook. Oh. So he's ruining Frank Sinatra's Beautiful. back catalogue. He he's obsessed him. with Sinatra. Yeah, obsessed. 
Um, I, I've never seen it. I'm going to go and see him. But, uh, you know, he's, what is he, 75 now or something like yes, that? He and he's, and he's not yeah. had a voice for about 15, 20 years. No. And, um, yeah, his, his concerts are either... Pe- people people go and see them all because they, they're either amazing or they're awful car yeah. crashes. There's nothing... I think they're mostly awful these yeah, days. Yeah, I think so. I met somebody in the car park um, when I was coming out and uh, I said, why didn't he do some of the songs that we know? You know, yeah. why didn't he do Blown in the Wind? Yeah. And the guy said, yeah, he did do Blown in the Wind. I said, did he? Yeah, yeah it was the third song. <laughs> you couldn't recognise yeah. it. You know, he just Beautiful. takes his songs and massacres them. I love, I love that, though, that he's got such contempt yeah, for his audiences. True. But he's always had that. You know, I've, I've just got today and I'm looking forward to hearing it at the weekend. Live at the Royal Albert Hall, yeah, Manchester yeah. Free Trade Hall, you know where where the Judas comment comes. Mm. He does the first half acoustic, the second half the band come out with him. And Judas, I don't believe you. All of that stuff. He's never cared about what his audience thinks. No, well that's all great stuff. I mean, you know, but I mean, he's the one guy gets the Nobel yeah. Prize and said, yeah, well, <laughs> Nobel Prize, <laughs> ah, Noble Schmobel. Well, yep. I can't, you know. But he, yeah. he eventually turned up and. Well, you, you, have to, you have to give a lecture, don't you, to, to, to get the Nobel Prize. You have to give a lecture. Yeah, I don't think he actually gave the lecture, though. I think, I think he did it by... He, I think he, he videoed he it. Videoed it, He did it, a yeah, video he thing, and, and yeah. he, didn't, he didn't bother turning yeah. up. The thing is, the more morose he gets, the more you lot love it, because he's got this kind of cynical, clever yeah, yeah. following, hasn't he? And that's what you've come to expect, and he, he, can't, he can't be bad enough now. No, you're absolutely yeah. right. People, however bad he is, everybody loves him. Although, you know, seen he's, him... He's done, it a few, he's done it a few times in his career. So there's the 66 or whenever it was when he went electric. And then there's the late 70s when he went Christian. He went Christian, and, didn't he? And yeah. he did three full-on Christian, but not even like... God is great, and you, if you believe in God, you'll go to heaven. It was like if you sin, you are you are going to die. <laughs> you're going to eternal. It was. It like was he's th- deliberately trying to test you. Oh, it was all revelations and the dark mm. stuff, and people would go thinking, "Are oh, we going to get a bit of blowing in the?" And he would just do a, a two hours of of Christian, Christian stuff, yeah. stuff and preach, yeah. and and it didn't care. I love it, but he's always love had good it. musicians with him. That's yeah. that's always been the saving grace. The the you know the band and other musicians, yes. use, even the ones he uses these days yeah. when he does the Great American Songbook, yeah. uh, they're all brilliant. Yeah. And um, he's Bob Dylan, I yeah, suppose. Bob Dylan. He's Bob Dylan, and that's the end of Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, what have you got on tonight's show, please, Martin? Well, um, we're going into the brutal atavistic world of uh, bare knuckle fighting, oh, bare knuckle boxing. Yes, uh, it's my weekend. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, there's uh, a friend of mine who's done an award-winning documentary about bare knuckle boxing, which really you'd think doesn't exist. Any- you, you know, if, you, if I was to say bare knuckle boxing to the average guy on the street, they'd say, "Well, that takes place in pub car parks. It doesn't exist as an actual yeah. sport that people turn up in arenas to see." So we'll talk to him. Uh, we'll get the latest on the poisoning incident with uh, insurgency espionage expert saying whether we should. Uh, Boycott the World Cup. All the arguments about what's gone on in Salisbury. Um, Iowa is the best place um, to live in the United States of America. Why is it's that? It's just overtaken... Well, for a variety of reasons. It's just overtaken Minnesota. Yeah. I think it's probably for a variety of economic reasons. Yeah. Rather like this survey they've just done in Britain, where if you live in Blackpool, you're probably going to die tomorrow. Oh, God, uh, yes. Whereas if you live in Knightsbridge, you'll live for the rest... Forever. For the rest of your life, yes. For the rest of your life, yes. <laughs> yes. Apparently, that's factually. 
factually yeah, correct. That is absolutely factually correct. Yeah. So it's one of those sort of surveys. So a variety of people are better, people are healthier, yeah. services are better. Oh, it sounds awful. People, yes. Healthy people. I don't yeah. want to live with those suckers. Well, they're all kind of homegrown corn fed types, aren't they, in Iowa? It's farmers. Uh, it's, yes, it is. It's the. Popcorn, what is it? It's a like corn, the husk, basket, the it's corn husk estate or something, mm-hmm. uh, Iowa. So, yeah, so they live... So, basically, we're saying, take that, Minnesota. Um, and we're talking to the guy who did the survey. Oh. Basically, he's in Iowa, therefore we can speak to him live. live. We don't have to prove it yeah. at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, which is great for us. Um, are, are you running out No, of I'm just going to say we've got Billy. Should we, should we invite Billy into the conversation? Good evening, Billy. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? Oh, but I'm going deaf with, you, with that, but I'm fine, mate. How are you? <laughs> Uh, good. Sorry, sorry. I'm on Bluetooth. Uh, I've just heard you talking about old men uh, singing songs, and I couldn't resist bringing to just tell you about one. Go on. If you get the chance, it's called "Whatever Devil Is in Me." Yeah. And it's by Chip Taylor. It's got, by who? Uh, Chip, as in fish and chips. Taylor. Oh, Chip Taylor. Yeah. I know Chip Taylor. He, didn't he write um, He wrote a monkey song? And I can't, uh, anyway, oh, okay. I've got a clue. It was, it was suggested to me on Spotify, but uh, man, an old man singing Making You Cry, this is, this is it. All right. Uh, oh, he wrote Angel of the Morning. Angel of the Morning, P.P. Arnold. Yeah, he wrote that. Um, oh, there you go. All right. Uh, do you know what? I'm gonna, I can't find it on YouTube, so I can't play it, but I will... Um, oh, what a shame. I will check it out, and we might play it next week. But thank you for that, Billy. Can I just say one other thing as well? Sorry, the show that I heard this morning that was last night yeah. was amazing. I, I laughed and I genuinely had tears streaming down my face at the end. It was incredible call that that was. And yep. you handled it brilliantly and it was fantastic. So I just wanted to say that. Thank it, you, mate. Yeah, nice one, Ben. Have a good weekend. And you. See you later, Ta-ta, ta-ta. I always worry when they, that someone says, can I just say one more thing? <laughs> tell that Martin Kellner, <laughs> tell that nice. Kellner, he owes me a hundred quid. Or it's a run-up to doing the swear prank that yeah, they always yeah, sound yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do people do that on your show? Uh, we had to see it coming. It, it, at, half term, to... at half terms we get it, right. we get it. And um, I, I, we used to have Skype open and, and people could Skype in. Maybe we'll do that again on Monday. But it did mean that a lot of kids would phone up. which And I like kids phoning up. I've mm. not got a problem with it. But they would phone up and they wouldn't really do a prank. They would just phone up and do throw the N-word around a lot was the yeah. thing. Throw the mm. N-word around and, and tell us to F off and stuff. It's fine because we've got the dumb buttons. Yeah. So it's no big thing. But um, I, I, I was really disappointed the the, the N-word a lot. And they then they're like Skype handles. These are kids, like 16, yeah. 17 year old kids. And they're Skype Avatar, their picture's like a swastika and it's really weird sort of... Do you think there's a resurgence in that then? Do you think that that kids... Because there was a student case this week, wasn't there? There was students shouting abuse, racist abuse. And you don't associate that with young people, do you? You know, you associate with these people who are organising new political parties and things. I don't think they're actual Nazis and I don't think they're necessarily actual racists. They just know it's taboo. Yeah, I just think it's it's the act of of saying something that is is offensive. You know, I mean, it, it was offensive when I was a kid in the 80s. But people would still say that word. It's, it wasn't as, pa- you know, the fact that we're saying the N-word. Yeah. You know, it's like saying the C-word. You know, it's this, this magical, very loaded co- collection of letters. So I think it's, it, you know, they think... Do they pick it up for rap music? Because, you see, my daughter listens to rap music. Yeah. And I always say to you know, she's 17, I always say to her, how can you listen to this? If I was to, you know, because they're talking about the bitches, well, we know what's in, in rap 
songs. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, if I were to say something mildly sexist, you know, I'd be, yeah. I'd be sent to Coventry for the rest of the day. You know, she wouldn't talk to yeah. me. And yet... But it's their experience, is... isn't it, rather than someone coming in from outside and using those words. Yes, I suppose you're right. Uh, but, but even so, it's not so much the N-word, it's the, st- it's the sexist stuff, yeah. which uh, you know, demeans women, really, let's be honest. Um, and, uh, you know, sh- she'll listen to all that. And if I ask her why, she says, it's because your parents don't want you to listen to it. Yeah, but that's what music yeah. should be. Music should be the, them sticking two fingers up at me. I'm, mm. I can't wait for the, the day. My kids like all the music I like and all the music my wife likes. I can't wait for the day when they say, Dad, can we play this CD in the car? And I go, what is this rubbish? Because <laughs> that's the way it's meant and to be. And that'll be theirs. That's the way, that's the mm. way it's meant to be. Martin, um, yes. we're done? I'm surely. Well, You're I'm, done. I'm, not, I'm done. Yes. Cat's done. Sam's yeah. done. I'm you just started, mate. Just starting, yeah, you've, 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 got the, the, you've got the long haul. Uh, Mart- oh, I'm late for the thing. I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was half past. I do apologise. We're back on Monday at 10. Martin's after one.